Hey y'all, Josh here. Uh, before this podcast starts, I want to say that we've become part of the Pass the Hat initiative, which if you don't know, pairs content creators like us with families in Gaza with GoFundMes for evacuating families. We're happy to help support the family of Walla Amadala, and I hope I'm saying that correctly, consisting of eight doctors who have served in various medical sectors, including the Ministry of Health, Al-Shifta Hospital, Al-Awada Hospital, UNRWA Clinics, and Al-Quds Hospital. To quote their campaign, Today, after they have become exhausted by illness, starved by hunger, tired of staying up early slash late, and having little sleep intense in the cold and open air, today after the surgeon has lost his scalpel, the dentist lost his dental chair, and the orthopedist lost his surgical instruments, and the emergency doctor lost his stethoscope, and after the operating table got broken, my family has become a living representation of a sick science searching for a new hope. Even if you can only donate a dollar... All of us collectively donating could help get them closer to their goal of approximately $65,000, which they've already raised 11000 of. Please support them, and please support a free Palestine. Anyway, hope you enjoy the episode. Go check out the link. Please donate if you can. Hi, everyone. Hello. Welcome to a, a podcast, podcast will save, save this relationship. relationship. I'm Josh, he, him. I'm Sarah, she, her. And on today, we talked about why you should vote. <laughs> we did do that. We're like, so comment, subscribe. Fucking boring. <laughs> oh my God. Holy shit. Well, what else? We talked about other stuff. We, we didn't did. just talk about voting, <laughs> you fucking nerd. <laughs> We talked about other stuff. Yeah, we did. We did. We, and then we, did, we, did, a we did the wolf story, which I think people find exciting. Yeah. <laughs> I think people find that exciting. Yeah, I think they do. Yeah, I think they find it fucking exciting. All right. Oh my God. All right. Jesus. Okay. All right. We also did some did Reddit, Reddit stories, stories and listener stories yeah. about. What do we talk about? <laughs> about voting and how you should do it. Yeah, they were, should, uh, yeah, they were all voting themes. It's, it's election week, guys. Come on. Go vote. Know, we had a mixed bag this we week. Had a mixed I feel bag. Like. Yeah, there were yeah. some fun ones. There were some serious ones. Good. It was a good mixed episode, I think. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, hopefully you guys fucking enjoy it. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, hit the goddamn bell. Fucking check us out on Patreon. Buy me a coffee. Uh, raise five stars on Apple and Spotify. Indeed. And enjoy the show. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you all for watching. Enjoy. Enjoy. Bye. Bye. All right, I'll let you sing. I'll let you okay. sing. That doesn't mean it's going to necessarily make the final cut, but it, I will let you sing. And that's how you want to introduce this podcast. Okay. Are you ready for this cringe, dude? Uh, oh, yeah. Because I don't think I've saying this before, but I have it stuck in my head, so I have All to right. do it. What was that? That was the I Made You Look song by Megan Trainer. I don't, I haven't heard that one actually. Really? No, I the, haven't. I could have my Gucci on. No, I didn't. I've not have heard of this song. This melody is not rem- memorable to me at really? all. Do not I'm remember singing it, it bad. I'm not I doing mean, it still, good. though, but even with those lyrics, <laughs> I would remember those lyrics. But even with nothing on, 
I made you look. I made you look. Oh, I have heard it because of Fantano. That's why. Yeah. Because he played the song it makes no underneath. Sense. Yeah, it it's sounds like, cute. Yes, yeah. I would look at a naked person. <laughs> yeah, of course I whoa, would. Whoa, whoa. With their consent, right? I mean, if they're naked in public, they're giving their consent. You know what I mean? But I guess, oh, but the real question well, is, do you have consent okay, to consent look? Consent to look. Consent to look. You know what I mean? But not consent to no, be. No, you don't get to just go up there and grab someone. But yeah, like, okay, all right, yeah. If you're naked in public, like, people are going to look at you, yeah. People are going to fucking look at you, yes. Dude. We got him. We got there, everyone. Got it. Clip <laughs> Ladies that out. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. We got her. We got her. Okay, what's your fucking how you revelation? Doing? First of all, how are you doing, Sarah? I'm doing fine. What's your fucking revelation? All right, I'm, I'm doing good. What is it? Uh, uh, I didn't prepare for my segment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, ne- I, neither d- I thought we were just going to talk shit. <laughs> I didn't think we were preparing, really. Uh, okay, yeah, no, no. <laughs> I know we said we would prepare, but, but we both said, know yeah, what I, that I means. Wanted, I, wanted, I just wanted to be on the same page. <laughs> I just wanted to be on the same page before the podcast. Sarah and I, like at like five o'clock, we're like, "What are we gonna talk about?" Yeah, and we have the wolf story. We got a Reddit. We got our fucking listener stories, as per usual. Oh, we were gonna and, talk about voting. Yeah, that was gonna be my segment. And I said, and I said to Sarah, and I think it's along the lines of, "Oh, I'm gonna look up uh, Orlando-based things," and then I didn't do that. <laughs> Well, you know in general what's going on, I have right? a general idea, yeah. I, and I also, another re- revelation mm-hmm. uh, that I, I need to share with the class. Uh, yeah, what's up? Uh, I don't know how to convince anyone to vote. No, uh, I don't know either. I don't know, because I know it's cringy to just say go vote. You do need to but vote, But you do need though. to go vote. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's what this episode's about. I know we still have the Halloween decorations <laughs> up. It's a day after. Fuck off. It's Dia de los Muertos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Day of the Dead and yeah. Day of Go Fucking Vote. <laughs> Yeah, it's 11-1, which means it's next to 11-2, which is voting day, so please go vote. Is 11-2 actually voting day? I thought it was like 11-3 or 11... Well, it's Tuesday, right? Tuesday's voting day. No, Thursday's. Let me double check, because I know... I am probably wrong. I'm always wrong when you check. Hold on, I'm going to Google this. I'm going to... I'm going to ironically do research, but only during the podcast. But how are you doing, sir? How's your day been? How's your week been? It's been doing, it's been, it's been doing. Voting midterms date. I'm glad it's been doing good. Eh? You know, my, my work is pretty good. Fucking, um, I feel like I just go to work and because it's a completely new job and I'm learning all this new information, I like black out and then I come back. Is it Thursday? It is the 8th. Oh, really? Yeah. The 8th. Which I guess to it's the first, it's the second Monday. Tuesday. The second Tuesday? Yeah. Cause if. Oh, yeah, you're right, because yeah, it's so the 31st, yeah. All right, so it's the 8th, everybody. It's the 8th, everybody. On the 8th. Vote on the 8th. That's a Tuesday, though, so I was right, too. You were right. You were technically correct. The best kind of correct. But then why is this our voting one? What do you mean? Well, I guess we have to we do have it to a, week a week before yeah. to get ready. Because technically a you voter... You should fucking know that you need to vote. Well, it's the mid. Well, the midterms are the one that people don't vote on. I know, but like you, ev- you should vote. You should vote. It's Do not a little like, bit of research. Who is like? Oh, I didn't vote because I, I, I didn't know that I could. No, you should. You should you be able to know. vote. You yeah, should, you know. Come Unless on. you're in a fucking backward state like Florida, where you can't even register until um, the uh, what is it like? Two months before. Yeah. <laughs> like you have to wait. You have to be registered for at least two months before you're like. Yeah. eligible to vote which is very stupid i never know if i'm registered or not i just always go and check and i always I think, well i mean once you're registered I, and don't quote me on this 
I think you're pretty much set as long as you remember to change your address. Address, yeah. Yeah. But apparently, I think there was this new thing in Florida specifically where, like, um, every year you have to refresh. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're making There's it always hard. A new yeah, fucking it's always thing. a new thing. It's always trying to make it hard. And yeah, it you always got to check and be vigilant yeah. because they want you to fuck up. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I wanted to say I wanted to take a few moments here. Yeah. At the, at the very at the ripe beginning of the show mm-hmm. to talk about why you should not vote Republican. <laughs> Yeah. And, uh, you know, I remember, uh, I, I guess just to get some feelings about voting out. Okay. I feel like this is the prime time to do it. Mm-hmm. And I want to preference everything I'm about to say with the idea that you should still vote no matter what. And yeah, you should vote. Blue, blue no matter who. Blood blue. Uh, vote blue, yeah. Uh, uh, blue vu. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, that being said, um, you know... <laughs> I get it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's there's not a sound effect I can play that isn't that isn't just a, a exasperated sigh when it comes to telling people to vote. I remember being like a senior, junior in high school, and being like really impassioned about voting and politics, even though I knew nothing, next to nothing, still know next to nothing. But you know, once you become an adult and you start working, oh, you yeah. are always oh, working yeah. on a Tuesday. And you're always working on a Tuesday in November and always on the Tuesday in November and you always forget and it's 6 p.m. and And the the polls polls close close. at 730 or something. And you just want to go home. Shit. You don't want to wait in line for 10 hours. Dinner. That's a whole other period of time. I want to just go home and watch house and eat food on my couch. And then you do that and you feel like a shitty American. And I'm here to tell you. You are a shitty American if you do that. Oh, yeah. I have been. You have been. We have all forgotten. We've all done it, but you need to go out and I will vote. Say, I will say for the record, I did forget <laughs> to vote in the primaries for this election because shit Oh, God. yeah, we did. Yeah, we yeah. both did. Yeah. But I'm going to vote during this one. We, yeah, have, we finally have our mail-in ballots. We didn't have our mail-in ballots uh, for that one, which really- We never signed up for them. <laughs> which is wild because like, I was like, <laughs> yeah. we've been living here for a year. I thought, okay, I remember changing registrations, but I guess- because it's been a you year. You have to put in that you want to mail it. Exactly. Though. But this year, we finally did it for these, so we have yeah. them. We got to film out and send it over this week. But, yeah. um, yeah, no, like literally, I totally get the fucking plate. I think, yeah. And then, like, I know it's a bit late to, it's probably a bit late to say, get, sign up for a mail in ballot. No, just make sure you vote. Yeah. Just, if just you can, go. like, if there's an early time, you can try, like, an early voting time. Sometimes your job will let you take time off. You might get lucky, yeah. I my, one of my jobs in the past couple of years definitely let was like, oh, if you go vote, then you know take some PTO or something, you'll be fine. I was like, okay, thanks, yeah. Fa- thanks, fam. You know, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, uh, fucking, uh, I please for the love of God, vote. Please vote. And voting is like step one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not. It shouldn't be the only thing you fucking do. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot more shit going on because like okay so what else fl- should people do josh uh well protest <laughs> yeah uh because i don't know i've i've just i've been so i i think uh, there's been an underlying anxiety i've had mm. with american politics the past three days <laughs> oh yeah i'm doomery for sure <laughs> doomery right now so two things happened in florida and one thing happened in fucking uh california <laughs> oh what happened in california there was an assassination attempt on fucking oh, yeah. technically Pelosi, but yeah, fun. Um, yeah, so you know, in a volatile time, uh, voting isn't going to do everything. <laughs> yeah, 
Especially with an ineffective um, liberal class, you know, like, or liberal party. My feelings are is that I work with a lot of older people, and I've always worked with a lot of older people from Orlando, and I care about the opinions of Orlando people, you know? Yeah. You can get on the internet, and you can hear, like, leftists talk about stuff, and you can believe them. But how different is that from listening to alt-right topics and becoming alienated in that way and not actually going out and listening to what the people want and need? You know what I mean? No, I get you, yeah. And I don't believe, I believe more in leftist, I believe fully in leftist uh, rhetoric and politics. Yeah. And I do, I do not believe like 100% fully in uh, alt-right shit. Like, fuck that. That's 100% wrong. Yeah. Leftists are 100% right. Yeah. But I care more about the reality. You know what I mean? No, yeah, I get that. And what's wild to me is the shit that's happened in Orlando is... I, like, it needs to be almost, I feel like, like on the front stage. And it is almost on the on the world stage. Most of the trans issues that we have... Um, and trans issues, I say, because DeSantis is making it difficult for trans people in Orlando to exist, in Florida to exist, and um, specifically Orlando, because Orlando was an LGBTQ hub, especially after um, Pulse Pulse happened. Yeah. You know, Orlando was like, we fully accept our you know gay community and everything. And it was wonderful after that. Like, people really grieved very sincerely for the victims of Pulse. And, you know, a lot of people that I knew that were LGBTQ could be out. And you didn't experience a lot of this, like, homophobia, transphobia, just, like, on the street, you know? You got yeah. it from your fucking shitty parents because people in Orlando are still racist and homophobic and transphobic. Very much, yeah. Very much so. But it was like, oh, you know, the young people coming up are more accepting and we're changing this city for the better and now it feels like there's another larger hand coming in and making it so that it tips the scales against yeah young people trying to live their lives as authentically as they can hmm. yeah and that, that that came to a head um yesterday i think um there was a uh, a, a regulatory board meeting about trans issues mm -hmm. um, that took place here in Orlando. And Google this, too, because we're not going to get everything right. We're not going to get everything right. I want to say that for the record. Yeah, but we don't know what we're talking about because we did not prepare. <laughs> yeah, we did not prepare. But we, I but, have heard about it, and I wanted to go, but I was working. So Okay, so the things Which I've heard sucks. about this, yeah, like yeah. you were working, and I had to work on fucking a uh, bunch of editing shit. But, okay, so, like, like okay, so yesterday there was a regulatory meeting, right? Yeah. It was, um, uh, it took, it was... Uh, what is it? The Florida Health trying to figure out trans issues relating to kids specifically, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, they basically, they tried to make this meeting as inaccessible as possible. Yeah, they did. And the first step they did, and I think this is hilarious, as someone who they loves- They held it in the, in the, the, in the airport. fucking MCO airport. Which now, is- As someone who loves airports. Ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous. That's to put like the a worst airport regulatory meeting- To get around. To get quote-unquote experts. And I did some light research on the experts before the meeting happened, because yeah. I was like, I was trying to figure out if I could make it. I sadly couldn't make it. Mm -hmm. um, apparently, if I did make it, that wouldn't have been worth it. Oh. But, um, but we'll get to that in a second. But yeah, like I looked up some of the, the things, and like I looked up like one doctor, and like 
scroll down like five Google results, and it's like a Daily Beast article about yeah. it. Like, oh, it, uh, Stanford professor outed for transphobic tweets. Never going to be a doctor that is worth his fucking salt or worth their salt. Um, that spews transphobic shit because it's false. It's false information. Yeah, you know and. And then if they come out and they're like, oh, this is fancy. And if a fucking successful doctor does come out and say some transphobic shit, some trans medicalist shit, uh, they're going to lose their reputation. That's the thing. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I will no longer respect them. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Continue. But OK. So yeah. So fucking. Uh, so they all these doctors are like, you know, fucking hacks. Right. Yeah, of course. Uh, they get they get flown in because I don't think any of them are like really. <laughs> fun they're not they're not florida you know they're not like you know fucking, no yeah they're like not from actual... here they don't live in orlando yeah. yeah they don't live in orlando or anywhere else in florida or whatever the fuck or they do live in florida because they love desantis and they yeah wanna... they they love it so they basically a bunch backwards. of pro desantis anti-trans doctors got mm-hmm. together in a little regulatory meeting at mm-hmm. the fucking the hotel within the airport yeah um all right just making it difficult because let me tell yeah. you it costs money to park at the airport <laughs> And it costs you, extra money to park at the fucking... You have to have a room, I think, to park at the... Specifically at the hotel. Yeah. So that means you have to try... And they held it at, like, 8 in the morning. Yeah. So you have to either... Uh, you have to either get there at, like, 7 to park at, like, the satellite areas or within even, like, the terminal top or at the sea parking garage, uh, which is, like, disconnected from the main terminal where so the hotel is. So you have to is. take the people mover over to the... And then you're already wasting, like, 15 minutes, and then you got to mobilize with other people. Yes. And I think doors opened at, like, 7.30... So you had to be there by at least 730 to make sure you got in there. And I used to work at the airport. Let me tell you how fucking difficult it is to get to the hotel part of the airport. Mm. (laughs) It was like a different realm that you had to take a left and then a right and you had to be on the right side of the terminal and you had to go up a floor and then down a floor and then you were there. Yeah, like it's weird because like fucking, um, what is it? Fucking, um, it's not intuitive at all. It's not intuitive at all. And like you have to either park, uh, on the right, on like the, the correct side of terminal top. Yeah. Or I think if you're like lucky and you you know where to go you park in c and then it drops you off right next to the hotel thankfully in c if you park in c and you take the people mover over yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. if there, you take the yeah. people mover you're right there but then you have to waste time on the people mover right yeah which usually they're pretty quick but it's also like man and especially with it's a c hassle already. just opening people are going to be going there so yeah so already a hassle and then you have to deal with like tourists <laughs> Yeah, also tourists, tourists are having, yeah, they don't know what the fuck is going to get on. In. They don't know anything. So you they have just want to go to Disney World. You have to tra- traverse like thousands <laughs> of people just to get to this hotel, right? So they do this at eight o'clock. I think they do Ugh. their stupid bullshit. They do like the, what is it? Um, I remember reading I heard, the- I heard they only listen to like 90%, like 90% of who they listened to were detransitioners or um, who were manipulated into being talking points of anti-trans- yeah, people. and like fucking um or transphobes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically they only let transphobes talk and like when there yeah. was an opposition, they cut the meeting early basically. Yeah, that's what I heard. And they told all the trans activists to quote, I think send an email is what they said. Fun and cool. Yeah, so you know, basically telling them to go fuck themselves. I and I heard specifically one person was like saying, uh, you know, if what you're saying is going to go through, it's going to cause a lot of trans children to kill themselves. And uh, they responded, and I, this was quoted. I'm not sure if it's an, it's an actual quote. I hope to God it's not. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised. They went, that's okay. 
Because they don't give a shit. They don't care about their... They don't give a fuck. They don't give two shits. They hope... That's what they hope for. If you weren't sitting behind a desk, if you were on the street and a stranger came up to you and said, hey, what you do for your job makes it so that my kid is going to kill themselves, and you looked at them straight in the eye and went, well, that's fine, you would get your ass beat in the street. In the fucking street, yeah. By a mom. That's a mom. Yeah. With their kid. But now you gotta hide behind a fucking podium with a microphone. So you're gonna say all the shit and then you helicopter out of there like a fucking asshole. And, uh, you know, that's what I saw on Twitter. Somebody said, um, I don't have the the person memorized, but they said that trans people are the door to getting rid of the LGBTQ for Republicans. Mm. You know, it's the, it's the entryway where people are okay uh, most of the time with gay people. You know, on a larger scale, there's gay marriage, you know? Yeah, yeah. But trans people, they're, they have their foot in the door to being like, isn't that weird? <laughs> isn't that strange? Yeah. Don't you they... want them to just be normal? What about, isn't it really just kind of against God if somebody wants to kiss the same sex? Guys, clip Sarah, clip Sarah right now, do it. <laughs> I don't think that's very good, don't you think? <laughs> I don't think they're getting into heaven. You know what I'm fucking talking about? <laughs> you know, and it's true. It is true. And I guess that's why I'm very like upset. It's, it's, I feel like not enough people are upset about this, you know? Hmm. Yeah. And like, I don't know. It seems like, um, and you know, specifically people in Orlando, I think a lot of people showed up. Yes. You know, yesterday and they were doing a fucking great job, but not enough people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not on the people that did show up. It's on fucking the people that I go to work with who just didn't don't give a shit or they do care and they just hear and they're like, I don't believe in that crap or something like that. It's those people that have just heard talking points from Republicans or from conservative family members who have other, you know, conservative talking points. And it doesn't matter what their political affiliation is. They could be they could think of themselves as a Democrat and still go off conservative talking points, alt-right talking points, and just walk around and be like, I, I don't care about the pronouns. I don't care about that. I don't really give a shit. Because yeah. it doesn't affect their lives because they don't know one single trans person in their life. Or if they do, they're so anti-trans person that that person is not going to open up to them. Yeah. And they shouldn't have to. They're the victim. You know? They yeah. shouldn't have to put themselves... if a, If... We were in Nazi Germany and there were, you know, not uh, German German citizens who were just walking around like, ah, I don't really care about this whole Nazi thing. And they had a Jewish friend. That Jewish friend shouldn't have to open up to them and be like, but I'm going to die if you yeah, don't yeah. care. You should <laughs> you know? know by now. Yeah, It should like... be on German citizens to tell those German citizens you should fucking care. Yeah. Because then people are going to die. Yeah, and it's really um it's really shitty. I mean, it's a good thing that like we had John Stewart and John Oliver back to back weeks talking about really this on a mainstream. Deal. And that's good, but like that's not that's not enough and it's like we need it quicker and faster. We need more people talking about it, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but it is a big deal for that specific situation where your mom who is a democrat who hears yeah. more conservative talking points than she hears leftist talking points. Yeah. Goes, I don't really know about all this. I don't really care. Back in my day, everybody was transphobic and I didn't think it was transphobic. I thought it was fine. 
and goes about her day doesn't realize she's harming trans people by thinking that here's john oliver and here's john stewart because she likes them and goes oh shit my mind just changed yeah <laughs> you know and that's good that's a good thing yeah well, we need more of that i guess is my main point like i know with this like i keep seeing these posts on twitter of people being like my mom is silly and it's like their mom being extremely alt-right saying that vaccines don't exist yeah and like that's COVID not silly that's um yeah. fucking don't <laughs> don't enable that what are you talking about yeah and then they'll say like or you know it was um off topic get vaccinated but <laughs> yeah get back get your booster but like fucking um it was a mom saying that litter boxes are put in elementary schools oh yeah that shit which i mean there was only like one school that did it and they did it because what if there's a school shooting and they have to have a lot of kids in a room for hours and they have to poop. Yeah. <laughs> it's Jesus. not for kids that identify as fucking Christ. cats. No, it's for, you know, <laughs> it's for the very real possibility of being shot at. Which, and being by locked the way, there room. was a school shooting last week and nobody cared. There was? There was. I didn't even hear about that. That's Jesus. Yeah, I was at work and fucking, um, what you was know, it, last Friday? Credit to my abusive job, at least I was fucking well informed of this shit, Jesus. But no, fucking Yeah, um, like, I was at my job, I was at lunch, and then last Friday, um, I'm friends with, uh, this woman, um, who's Puerto Rican, and she's a mom, and she was, she goes, oh, there's this, another shooting. I was like, what? And she goes, yeah, it was, uh, it was in Oklahoma, I think. I think because I know a lady who lives there and she posted about how it was the school down from her street. Oh, my God. On Facebook. And um, maybe it was in Oklahoma. Maybe she moved. I have no idea where it was. But I mean, still, the fact that you like even like, you know, the school shooting happened, but like, you don't know exactly where. I don't know where. Nobody talked about it. I think on Twitter, some people said like there was a school shooting this week and that wasn't big news. And then we all moved on. You know, nobody really gave a second thought about that. Because, you know, Elon Musk, Musk buys Twitter and fucking... Yeah, but that's where I heard, like, from her, she said that video games caused school shootings, and I was like, okay. Sure. She was like, yeah, they shoot, and then they think that they're real, and I was like, okay, okay. And that's another thing, too, I'm realizing. I just started a new job uh, this week, an in-person job. I've been working from home by myself for, yeah. like, two years now. Same, so I yeah. went back to this new fucking uh, in-person job, mm-hmm. and, like, it only took, like, four hours. It took after my lunch break to... Uh, work with someone who was talking about like how there's more crime like 1350 shit you know yeah. what i mean and i was like ah fuck i'm not talking to this guy ever again right and there's a bunch of other like old white guys at my job and i'm like i don't know if i want to know yeah their opinions uh, so i don't know it's really it that's that's where i'm kind of like doomer pilled where it's like being reintroduced to society and yeah. then having all this like shit happen uh so <sighs> It's, I mean, yeah. It is doomering, and I, I don't want to, I, I want to state for the record, like, even though it's doomering, there's still a, a you should duty. Still vote. You should still vote. I think voting is kind of like, um... <laughs> the one way out of doomering. A little bit, but it's also, it's kind of like, um, it's it kind of like recycling. Do- you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I get it. Where yeah. it's like, recycling's a good thing to do, and you should do it. But Everyone, it really like, feels like you're not making a difference It doesn't feel like you're all. making a difference, but you kind of are. But you kind of like, are. I don't know, like, um, like technically speaking, 90% of all plastic that's recycled is just thrown in the trash. 
Did you? Yeah, it's a fun. It's a fun that. statistic, really fun. isn't it? Yeah, it's a fun wow, statistic. Cool. What the fuck have but we been doing all this time? If you recycle, yeah. at least ten percent of your plastic won't be trash. That is true. Okay. And also, like recycling aluminum and glass is still relatively worthwhile. Aluminum for sure, because it's like an actual metal. But like, yeah. And like seventy-five percent of all aluminum in circulation has been recycled. Oh wow! So like that's yeah, it's a good thing. And like yeah. the voting, if you vote in someone that's not a Republican fascist, yeah, there's one less Republican fascist. Yeah, even if it seems like there's like an overwhelming number of like Republican fascists. Yeah, and even if you think like there's no way in hell that if I if I vote, it's yeah. still at least worth it to bump up the numbers of voters voting for Democrats because then at least like you might get a focus of like yeah next primary there might be more money coming in to help you know like uh, uh that's a good uh, point uh what is it it might be worthwhile more to actually try and get people to vote and do yeah. shit you know that's a good point and like and because so like I think voting is like the very basic foundation right and well that's what I'm gonna say is every time I feel like wow the world is crap fascism is taking over whatever this shit it just gets me really down and i can't even get out of bed and shit and i have depression so that yeah i mean comes yeah into it, it too. And everybody doesn't does, help but you know and it's hard i want to like validate like it's fucking hard to not be doomer pilled because of the way that everything is and i think we hear a lot from kids who are like is it bad that i don't i don't have the bandwidth to deal with this anymore is it bad that I can't really look at politics anymore because I feel so uh, overwhelmed? And I think, no, it's not a bad thing. No, I don't think it's bad at all. It's it not your fault. It's manufactured to be yeah. that way. They want you to be overwhelmed. And that's the thing, too. I feel like there's always <sighs> been, like, um, from what I understand about politics, it's always basically been, like... Um, mm -hmm. For the most part, young people up until recently haven't really voted in general. Yeah. Because young people didn't perceive it as like necessary. Necessary, right? Yeah. And I'm willing to bet that's still true to an extent, but I think now young people are getting more mobilized because they've been forced to. I think ironically, like the election of Donald Trump really like opened our eyes into mobilizing a group yeah like the effects of that because i don't think anyone in during the 2016 election remember it vividly nobody really expected him to win no one did no no one not did. a single person no and that's, well the people the way, who voted for him but well yeah otherwise like, everyone was like those people which, are crazy again another we're thing, gonna have to deal with another thing that Hillary. sucks too is yeah. that we're not an actual docu uh a democracy mm -hmm. technically like we're uh, yeah your vote isn't equal everywhere right but it was like Oh, like we all discredited this entire his entire rabid fan base, and like okay, I understand why they were fucking crazy, but then they did a thing. They elected. Yeah, they him. elected him. Yeah, you know. And so now I think because of that, everyone's sort of uh, from that era on, and even before, like the kids in high school. Yeah, because I was in high school. Saw that? Yeah, I was. We're uh, like, oh, holy shit! You really need to care about politics, or else this crap is gonna happen. Yeah, and like, um, I remember I was really fortunate. Like, I got registered to vote while I was in high school before I turned eighteen because mm -hmm. they did like a pre-registration. Basically, oh wow, that's cool. I got really lucky with that, right? 
But like, and I think, I don't know if that was, I don't think it was because of Donald Trump. I'm assuming it wasn't. No. Because like, that would be a very weird, like, ha, ah, fuck, we got to get young people voting now. Oh, because we, need, we think Donald Trump is going to get elected? A, again, yeah. Yeah. Because that was like, what? That was 2017 is when I was finally eligible to vote. So like, I wasn't eligible to vote during 2016. But 2020 you were? Yes. Okay, So yeah. I think they were like, I to me, the conspiracy theory is like, oh, they knew... <laughs> That in four years we're gonna need more voters, maybe. so it's preemptively. Wow, you know maybe, but I don't know if that happens like no. in other schools because like fucking, huh? So I don't know, like fucking. I think I have no it, clue. Well, I think it's a good thing to try and register kids to vote because like yeah, fucking, absolutely. you know, once they turn eighteen, they're eligible to vote. They're already registered. They're good. Yeah, especially in a state like this where you have to register literally like four weeks before. Yeah. You can't register on day. Good, good on the states that do allow registration same day. So if you're not registered and your state does allow that. Register, yeah, register same day. Yeah. yeah, but like fucking, like literally though, like um, uh, what is it? So I, okay, so I get, I think um, the other two things I was gonna talk about is that Pelosi's there's an assassination attempt on Pelosi. Yeah, which is horrifying. It's pretty crazy. It's an it's another one of those like Jesus Christ. It's like it's kind of like it's not the Capitol, but like it what? makes it seem like in 2024 there's gonna be another Capitol. Listen, uh, raid. I don't like Pelosi. Neither do I. <laughs> I don't think her husband deserves to get his skull beaten in with a hammer by a crazy person who saw Black Adam. Did you hear that? Is that what happened? He saw Black Adam with with the what is that Idris Elba, I think, and he got upset. And then he it's with the Rock. Oh, the Rock. I think oh, so. Sorry. I mean, maybe you should. I think Idris there, Elba like, was in a different thing. I don't remember recently or something. I saw Idris Elba in something else. I didn't know the Rock was in stuff anymore. Fucking um. <laughs> Yeah. Have you not heard of the Fast and Furious series, Sarah? Because uh, I'll let you, you know. Have you seen the Fast and Furious series? Though? Yeah. I don't watch that. Have you not been on? We live in Orlando. Have you not gone on the Fast and Furious no, Supercharged? Oh, uh, we're doing that next I week. I know. I say this like every yeah, time you bring it up. Going, I'm like, baby. I've never seen that. Yeah. But no, yeah, no. So The Rock was, I think it was The Rock. Yeah. Okay. No, the Rock was Black Adam. That's but, not important, but. <laughs> yeah. The guy saw Black Adam and then he got super upset. And then he broke into Nancy Pelosi's house, screamed, Where's Nancy? And then. Nancy Pelosi's husband was like, I gotta use the bathroom. And then the guy was like, okay. And he went into the bathroom, called the police. And the police showed up, and the guy was beating his fucking skull in with a hammer. Jesus. I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, I don't think, yeah, I don't think that should happen. So the rent control bill. I want to talk about this fucking rent control bill, okay? <laughs> Holy shit. I've, so I spoke about how people in Orlando are racist, homophobic, transphobic. You know, you hang out with them on your lunch break. <sighs> you learn their kids' names. You fucking learn where their favorite food is to eat. And then, you know, we talk about how, what they do on the weekends and everything like that. And then they say some batshit crazy bullshit about how trans people shouldn't have pronouns or something. Yeah. And you're like, huh, not going to eat with you anymore. You're yeah, fucking crazy. Right, yeah. But. And then you ask them. You hear about this rent control bill coming up? And they go, oh my god, yes. They tried to fucking push my rent from $900 to $2,000 this fucking... So everyone when I agreed with that, yeah. Every single person. It did not matter. I remember, uh, yeah, back in... If they identified as Republican, Democrat, leftist, if they were a fucking Nazi, they were like, yeah, we should have <laughs> rent control in Orlando. And fucking... Ron DeSantis, landlords also. Yeah, yeah, like a landlord association. Fucking. Who apparently also probably wrote the bill as well. What? 
I think there was something about how like a landlord association came in. I think that's in. the the attack ad that went out. They Never said mind. That that. Whoever wrote it was like trying to the landlord's trying to get one up on you, so you shouldn't vote for it. Yeah, that's fair. But okay, but I remember because like I remember the the original bill was like very um, flawed. Like it was like uh, it basically said like only units that are under twelve hundred dollars are going to be rent controlled. Yeah. So, like, uh, for example, we, we're technically over that, so anything yeah. that can go over that. But, yeah, but it's no, better than nothing. So yeah. that means that, yeah, definitely the people under 1,200 shouldn't get ride control, right, Josh? No, but they should, They should. yeah. yeah. But, like, it's definitely, like, especially with, like... No, well, it's not the perfect bill, for it's sure. It's not a perfect bill, but it is better than nothing, York, yeah. Yeah, but, but that is not the point, though. The point is that a fucking judge was like, oh, this is unconstitutional, this bill. It's already on the ballot. Yeah, like it's literally like if we go out, I can. It's probably still there, and people have voted on it already. And their vote doesn't matter anymore. And it doesn't matter. A fucking judge that's appointed by Ron DeSantis can just tell, just say whether or not your vote matters. Yeah, it pisses me off. It's all, yeah, to no. no end. Supposedly, we have this freedom to vote on like shit that's local to us, but no, the state can just come in, or a a state appointed judge can come in. Which is basically the state. I'm, at this it's point, the it's the state, yeah. Uh, the state can come in and be like, go fuck yourself. Because the judge isn't listening to the fucking people of Orlando. No, of course not. They're no. not thinking about the best fucking shit for Orlando. The best shit for Orlando is fucking, you know, Orlando citywide rent control. <laughs> you know, yeah, like literally. But no, like fucking... It doesn't make any sense. If people can't afford to live here, and they increasingly cannot, and very, very quickly... And of course, to me, it seems it's targeted because, you know, Orlando's a pretty fairly blue, like bluer than like even Miami, you know, like. uh, like, That's why the trans shit is happening here. That's why this fucking bullshit is. It's anything that makes uh, liberals and leftists happy. Republicans are coming in at the fucking state level, at the city level and blocking it. Yeah, because they don't want you to live in this red state. They want to turn florida from purple to red yeah and make it a more stronger red than yeah. it is before because like yeah technically florida is like quote-unquote purple but like the past few years it hasn't no, been it has not. no so like yeah this is very much like and it's been getting worse too yeah and like um it sucks because like it's only like maybe like two hundred thousand more people like some shit like that i don't remember what the voting numbers were it might be it might not be that uh but i remember like it really sucks because there's like these very saturated blue areas you know you yeah. have fucking uh Miami technically is, even though they voted more for Trump last time, but like... Well, Trump specifically got in with the Latino... Yeah, because of the anti-communism shit, and um, so Miami got a little bit taken back, but like Orlando, uh, Jacksonville, Tampa, I believe, was pretty blue. Yeah, Tampa's pretty blue. Um, Like, basically... Most of the coastal cities and this one inland city. Yeah. Um, I don't even think Tallahassee, where the capital is, is like No, Tallahassee's very red. Pretty red, red, yeah. So like... It seems, yeah, it does seem like a pretty targeted push to remove all the blue parts of the state and just finally, just solidify it even more. Yeah. Um, which is fun because, and it's awful, and I, I was trying to make this point um, yeah. in relation to, like, how, like, everyone is, like, okay with the rent control. Uh, like, back in 2016, I think this was, that was the year where it was $15 minim- $15 minimum was on the thing. Yeah. And it was, like, 73 yeah. to 20. Everybody wanted shit. that. Everyone wanted that. And I think I remember there was a, a like, Vosh was talking about that at mm-hmm. some point about how, like, uh, technically, like, everyone knows that leftist policies are good. 
But yes. if you call them leftists, they're not people gonna are going to call it socialist fucking bullshit, you yeah. know, and trying to get people scared away from it. Yeah. Uh, even if it's better for everybody else. And that's how you get the Santis. But yeah. Yeah. Um, that might have been 2018. I don't remember. But like. But I mean, yeah, it makes total sense. And that makes even, you know, that has been a truth for a fucking long, long time. But it makes more sense for it to be. um verbalized now because it now is the time where it really feels like everything matters you know yeah i don't know it's just uh reading that today this morning that happened this morning oh yeah the vote thing it was like crushing yeah i don't care if our rent is controlled or whatever i will move to wherever is affordable for me yeah you know i'll figure out my life around that and it's gonna suck and you know that's the way the cookie crumbles but i care about the people who need it families we don't have kids yeah we're pretty <laughs> we don't have we're kids we're pretty solid we're yeah. two people we're not a single mom working on one yeah, income we're two people, trying to raise children they need a large house yeah you know or apartment or something that now has to move into like a mobile home or a you know way far away from her job because her rent was increased affordable. 600 fucking dollars yeah and then for no reason other than greed yeah and it's fucking it's awful man yeah i was reading this uh this is a little bit off topic but i was reading this post recently about like how um uh like someone that lived in orlando for like all their life uh who apparently they only they they tried only biking and shit right wow yeah yeah they tried only biking yeah and it was really difficult and then for their safety they decided to buy a car and i'm thinking like orlando's a very car centric it's a very car centric city and then you're just making it I don't know. I feel like with that too, especially with like the idea of like pushing people towards the suburbs and like towards away from the city center, you're making every other problem worse. Like traffic is going to be worse, and then yes. pollution is going to be worse. Fucking, it's going to be sure. more dangerous for pedestrians. Yeah, if you're forcing everybody to get on I four and I ninety five, and you have more accidents, you have more fucking. It's not going to work. Yeah, it's just not going to work. Yeah, and then there are no uh, work from home jobs really. In the yeah, area because that now pay a, worth a crap. Yeah, now all the shit's fucking being pushed towards in person again. Yeah. Uh, which I'm willing to bet part of that, I, I don't know how it is throughout the rest of the country or even the world for that matter, but I feel like around here it's been a lot harder to find. It's been very hard. Like most of, with my job search recently, I was looking for work from home customer service jobs, which is the work from home job that nobody wants because nobody wants to get screamed at over the phone in their own house. Yeah. But I was looking for that because I have a customer service background and it was impossible to find anything that had benefits within the first 90 days or paid me over $13 an hour. Ridiculous, man. And our rent is like almost $1,500 a month. I can't do that. That's impossible. That's no. Even to both of us working... As someone who was pretty much jobless for like a few months, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, so like I don't know, like literally, like uh, it's getting harder um, in the city to live here. Yes, uh, and that's why it sucks to hear like when there's a measure that can make it potentially easier, just a smidge better. Yeah, a smidge better for someone else gets voted out unconstitutional, not even voted out unconstitutional, so no one can even vote it out if they wanted to, which no one's going to vote it out. It's going to win. That's why they got rid it of it. It is going to win, and now they're going to go to the fucking supervisor of elections. They're going to force him to try to, you know, throw those votes out. Not the entire vote, but the part that says, I want rent it control. It would be so funny if they are like, if anyone, whoever <laughs> voted yes on it, 
you don't to, get to vote. They don't get to vote. It's, you know, it's like such a fucking, uh, it's just so bullshit. <laughs> yeah, no, it's bullshit. So I don't ah. know. It sucks. And I, I, I want to, and yeah, and I guess that's why I'm talking about this because there's a lot of, there's a lot of bullshit right now Yeah, and voting isn't going to save us, but it's going to help. It is, it is a right. thing you need to do. If, you do need to do step it. Step one's voting. And then step two is like canvassing, mm-hmm. phone baking, text baking. I used to text bank a little bit. I haven't mm-hmm. done it recently cause I've been fucking swamped. But also like, if you can't do that, at least vote. I, I think at that least was, vote. Yeah, that I think, was my point earlier. It's like, I know I work 40 hours a fucking week. I work during traditional time periods, which yeah. are the time periods that they people uh, they open up voting. Yeah, yeah, because it's not extended hours. Why would it be? And I know what it's like to work eight, nine hours, come home and feel exhausted and not feel good enough to phone bank, not good enough to go out canvassing. Yeah. And I get it. You no, know, I totally get it. But you have to at least vote. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Fucking just try and do if you can vote if you mm-hmm. can and you're eligible to vote yeah you if you can go and get registered to vote before right before or on the day of register to vote vote just do everything you can to guarantee that your voice is at least heard that regard yeah and then start planning for next election the election after that especially since next election is going to be a presidential one but i'm saying this now because i know a lot of people don't give a shit about um midterms yes and you need to you vote. Need to vote. Yeah, please. There's it's... a chance that Republicans are going to take the fucking house. Oh, that's fun. So, uh, yeah. I mean, as much is going to get done as what's already been done. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, like, like yeah. Um, um, but yeah. Yeah. Fucking... So, I know this is our Hail Mary <laughs> one week out. Please go vote. Voting for midterms is going to make the most impact on your actual daily life rather than like vote like if you vote in the primaries yes it's going to make an impact on politics as a whole but if you vote in the midterms Words you're more making like, an yeah. impact in your local community yeah don't if you even if when you vote for like president i know some people just do the president and then not vote on anything else because they don't give a shit crazy town you're there why would you not <laughs> yeah, do that vote on every, yeah vote, on, vote every on every single thing yeah if you can look up a sample ballot see what's on the measure what all yeah. the measures are do your research there are websites now that list everything yeah i'm true yeah Oh, let's endorse Maxwell Frost. <laughs> oh, yes. Josh went to high school with him. Yeah, so uh, go endorse, uh, go vote for him if you are go in that area. Go vote for him. He's fucking dope. He's a He's Gen actually, Z. Yeah. Sorry mm. for bullying you in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you even did. He was cool, right? He was a cool guy, yeah. Yeah. He was a cool guy. Uh, but I was a bit, I was a bit of a dick. Is what, is what yeah, the... everybody thought Josh was an asshole in high school, so Maxwell but, Frost yeah. probably doesn't think of Josh fondly or no. at all yeah but uh but um, vote for him vote, for, vote him. for him he's cool he's good he's a good guy for the love of god if you have the ability a, to. he'll be the first gen z congressman well that's pretty cool that's pretty fucking, that's pretty awesome. fucking cool yeah also yeah fucking, uh, fucking wins, with dude. gen z fucking coming in i feel like i feel like of gen z i'm more hopeful um okay <laughs> i don't know i see their comments on tiktok and they got some opinions about some things. They're not always very leftist. Oh, <laughs> wow. Look at that. I don't drink, but uh, I see a now. lot of hatred from Gen Z sometimes. Oh, uh, yeah. But I get it because you fucking went to school during a pandemic. Yeah. I would be fucking upset, too. Are you yeah. kidding me? Everything's so harder gonna, for you now. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And that's why I'm going to vote in the people that made it harder. <laughs> Republicans. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, but yeah, go vote. Uh, go go vote, vote, please. Please, love of fucking God. Anyway, and fucking let's stop talking about this dumb bullshit. Yeah, let's get into the party zone. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this podcast? We could do almost a full hour of telling people to vote with at least two minutes of sen- of a rant that needs to get censored out, and then we go into uh, the worst. It does not need to get censored It's gonna get censored. I'm not, not risking it. I'm not fucking... I want monetization. <laughs> I want to suck on the supple tit of YouTube, you know? <laughs> I don't want to get a fucking community guideline strike and have the channel gone for a week. Well, you should. Hey, Josh, what's up? You're looking chill. Thanks. I am chilling very well right now, thanks to our partners at Via Hemp. Heck yeah. If you're looking to chill out after a long day of work and you're dealing with anxiety and stress, or if you want to set the mood in the bedroom, there's a Via Gummy for it. Ooh. Via has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a medium dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. This best-selling gummy will awaken your senses, increase blood flow, and intensify any sexual experience. Wow. Via also offers a wide array of other gummies with and without THC ranging from 0 to 100 milligrams. So whether you're a 2 milligram or a 50 milligram user looking to potentially improve your sleep, focus, or recovery, Via has something for you. So if you're 21 or over, you can get 15% off and a free pack of award-winning gummies with our exclusive code SAVETHIS at ViaHemp.com. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com. Sarah, how do you feel about Via Hemp? I love Via Hemp. I use hemp gummies to go to sleep most nights. I use their Zen gummies to fall asleep super quickly. They taste great. They're made with vegan and organic ingredients, and they're super calming and potent. Got some of the best nights of sleep I've ever had on these, honestly. Nice. Yeah. Whether you want to get better sleep, ease anxiety, enhance your mood, or just get elevated, they have something for you. Their products range from zero milligrams to 100 milligrams of THC, so these guys have you covered whether you're looking to microdose or enjoy some potent effects. Via legally ships to all 50 states in discreet packaging directly to your door with a worry-free guarantee. No medical card required. Head to ViaHemp.com and use the code SAVETHIS to receive 15% off and one free sample of their award-winning gummies if you're 21 or older. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com and use code SAVETHIS at checkout. Please support our show and tell them that we sent you and take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from Via Hemp. All right. So wolf story. <laughs> OK, we're on chapter 10. I we're think. on chapter 10. Sweet. So last time she decided to go on a date with James and everybody called her a bitch in the comments. Oh, well, OK. The let's, main no, lady. no, 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 no. Not a bitch. A dumb bitch. A dumb bitch. <laughs> Get it right. This is supposed to be a out feminist out. story. <laughs> I think, and everybody's yeah. saying these gendered slurs. Sorry, dumb asshole. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, excuse me. Yeah, excuse me. Pardon me. God forbid I say the cunt word. <laughs> <laughs> okay, chapter 10. All right. After leaving Ryder, I head to my parents' room. I walk in to find them sitting up in bed. Hey, you two. How are you guys? I asked them, coming in and taking my usual seat. Wait, who's in the bed? Uh, their parent, her parents. And Ryder, right? No. Oh, okay, never mind. Sorry. Parents. They're two of her parents. Two, mommy both and of her parents. Daddy. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Okay, all right. Sorry, I blanked out. I thought I heard Ryder's name for a second. <laughs> no, she left Ryder. Okay, sorry. Okay, she she's just, with the parents. Like, all right, I'm stupid. I'm the dumb bitch right now, but yeah. continue. Fucking keep up, Jesus. <laughs> Tired. How are you? You look a little stressed, Mom says. I roll my seat over to their beds. 
I'm okay. Just some crazy decisions to be made since I'm home now. Whose dick am I going to suck? <laughs> <laughs> I tell them, leaning back in the chair, what are they? Maybe we can help, my dad suggests. So I told them everything about Ryder and the research I did, about James, about the moon goddess, everything. Um, then my dad said, the fuck did you say to me? <laughs> what is what? any of this? I don't get, I'm dying. What do you mean, wolf? <laughs> <laughs> it's all her fucking head. She's schizophrenic. You know she's, what I mean? She's actually, the, yo, last chapter, Padded Cell. <laughs> Stray jacket. Moon goddess. <laughs> Ryder, J- James, Ryder, James, Ryder, James. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, sweetie, if we knew things would be this confusing when you came came back, we wouldn't have asked you to come, Mom says. You just died and fucked up. Yeah. What <laughs> the fuck? That's pretty fucked up. <laughs> okay, so what I just heard is... <laughs> we would have just left you over on the other side of the fucking United States. If you weren't United such a States. fucking hassle, maybe I'd love you. <laughs> you know, yeah, I guess. Jesus. Maybe if you weren't such a dumb bitch, maybe you'd fucking... All right, let me continue. Oh, God. I wouldn't have it any other way. I'd rather be here despite all the drama. I tell her, giving her hand a small squeeze. You caused, like, half the drama. mom's not worth a big squeeze? Because, yeah, she would kill her mom. She's fucking dying. Yeah. Give your mom a big squeeze. So how do you think this thing with James is going to go, Dad asks? And then he says, I'm a writer, Stan. <laughs> and me personally, I'm Team Rider on this one. And then he brings out a Team Rider yeah, hat and shirt. Wearing a Team Rider shirt. <laughs> I honestly don't know. I want to give him a chance. But if he's anything like he used to be, then this second chance won't last long. I'll see how this goes. But for now, I'm going to stay away from Ryder. I tell them, crossing my arms and lying my head against the back of the seat. Okay. How's how's it was spelled lying, not laying. <laughs> lying. Maybe you should just become friends with Ryder. He seems nice, Mom says. Your mother is right. Maybe you shouldn't dismiss him, Dad adds in. I just don't know. I mean, did you hear what the moon goddess said? I asked them. Kara, she never said you shouldn't be with Ryder. No, she said the opposite. Yeah, she said you should be with it. That's what words mean. That's what words mean. That's what you wrote it, the opposite. Said- do you now does the is is the writer of the story in a hospital bed with amnesia right now? Because like <laughs> she wrote you wrote you it. wrote this. Oh my god, that wasn't even like ten chapters ago. I don't I remember know, right? the beginning of this. This was like three chapters ago. Oh, That's some crazy short term memory loss to have. It's wild. Kara, she never said you shouldn't be with writer. Of course, there's a chance of pain, but there is with everything. Maybe you need to have a little faith, Mom says, taking my hand again and tracing small circles on the back of it. Mom trying to fuck you? (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking weird. Weird. Uh, I don't want any more pain. It's bad enough knowing what's going to happen to you guys, I say, squeezing my mom's hand lightly. You're going to fucking die. (laughs) What? (laughs) We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. I mean, eventually. I Yeah, I guess eventually you're going to die. You're going to have to get used to that, I guess. That idea. (laughs) Uncomfortable. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. This is about who you want to fuck. Yeah, why are you equating? Yeah, that's very weird. (laughs) I would be like, what is going on? Why are you so mouthy today? Why are you so mouthy? (laughs) And why is, why are you putting on the same pedestal uh, who you're going to get dicked down by and parents dying? That's a very teenager-y thing to do, though. (laughs) Not going to lie. 
We know, and we love you so much. You are strong. I have faith that you will make the decision that makes you happy. Dad says, taking my other hand and kissing it. I smile at them sadly. You two get some sleep. I'll stay here and I'll read my book. I say, picking the book I left in here last time. Which book is that? <laughs> There's been a bunch of books. It's a textbook, I think. They both smile and nod. Soon enough, both of them are fast asleep. Hey. I hear a voice say, <laughs> I've been sitting in silence for about 20 minutes. I turn around to see James and smile at him. Hey, I You say, hated him three hours ago. <laughs> he pulls up a chair besides mine. And a pile <laughs> of roses. Is it? So I was wondering if you would like to go for a walk. I've got a small picnic. He says, holding up the basket that was beside him. I'd love to. I'll have to come back here after I told them I'd be here when they woke up. I say, nodding towards my sleeping Why parents. Why wait for them to wake up and then go on the picnic? Because she's a bad daughter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh. continue then. Never mind. It's quest solved. <laughs> sure. Let's go. Let's go. He says, standing up and taking my hand. We walk hand in hand for a while. Hands. Hands this 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 chapter a lot it's a lot a lot of of hand talk a lot of weird hand fetish going on here we stop walking and sit down beside a large tree james opens the basket and takes out sandwiches and fruit you packed all this i got i ask him taking a bite of the green apple i got (laughs) yeah i did i wanted to do something special still making up for what i did he says the last bit quieter well thank you this is very nice i say leaning over and pecking his cheek lightly damn girl you're too easy shit stop fucking <laughs> this get is the one, first day you get one green apple and you're already shit. like shit you're already all up uh, kissing him yeah fucking <laughs> my god nah, that's fine kiss yeah, whoever you, you want but also as like as you want you were this is very low standards considering where you were yeah not even a chapter ago no. like this is very you rode a motorcycle with someone else like and was like yeah you were all up, you on, were his all body. up on him but the moon goddess comes in and say you should fuck that guy and you're like hey, nah, nah i'm not gonna do what god told me to do that's not again, gonna work I think, out i think you guys listen listen <laughs> listen again a, agnostic atheist here right Whoa. yeah i'm an atheist too but if god but jesus you, christ came into my dreams well, okay it's jesus christ like, god Sarah, is the writer of the story all right okay right, right. If jesus christ yes came down to me and said hey listen my father told me that i need to tell you I am the vessel to tell you this information mm-hmm. that you need to go out and and fuck uh, James Cameron, the movie director. Yeah, I would be like, oh, I'm fucking packing my fucking bags. That's and what I'm I gotta to do. Hollywood. I'm going to Hollywood. God, I gotta fuck this like old man. He's gonna bring. That's what a submarine. Jesus Christ yeah. told me to do. Yeah, and I wasn't on any drugs when that happened. Yeah, you were sober. I was sober as shit, so it was real. You know, I got to do that. Or there was a blood clot in the brain. Yeah, <laughs> learned that from House. Yeah, we're watching a lot of House. We're watching yeah. a lot of House recently. But no, okay, so okay, fucking sorry. Yeah, but but Jesus. then wouldn't he be right? Because then I would go to the hospital and they would take the blood clot out of my brain. But if I that wouldn't have happened if I didn't try to go to Hollywood. That's true. So that's. That's what it's, you know? Yeah, it's like literally... They point you in the direction, and then whatever happens is fate, you Yeah. Know? He grins and hugs me. I chuckle lightly. <laughs> 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 All right, hell yeah. <laughs> that's, a pretty, that's a pretty light chuckle, if I never did that here one. 
uh, we sit back how we were and dig into the food. When we finish the food, we walk back and leave the basket on the kitchen bench before heading back outside. We walk around for a while longer before I decide I should head back to my parents' room. I had fun. Thank you for this. I say, turning and smiling at James when we arrive at the door of my parents' room. <sighs> okay. My pleasure. I had fun too, he says, smiling. Not a moment later, I feel James's lips on mine. I kiss back and feel tiny sparks. Less than I expected, but still pleasant. <laughs> Less than I expected. It wasn't that great, but like, I liked it. Like... It was the good guys of uh, of uh, kisses. <laughs> it was the good guys. I was expecting the other guys, but when we got the good guys. Yeah, exactly. Okay. We pull back and he grins at me. I should go in. See you later, I say, pecking his lips and then heading inside the room. See you later, Kara, I hear him say. I turn around, smile at him, then walk over to my seat and sit down. I pull the book I was reading before, but before I even start I hear reading, I hear my dad's voice. Nice to see you two working things out. I confess we didn't think it would happen, he says. I close the book and look up at him. Believe me, I didn't think it would happen either, but he is my mate, I say to him. No. But not the the mate you're meant to be with, Mom says. (laughs) Don't start with that. Yelling at your your diseased parents. (laughs) Fucking... Just like dies. immediately, immediately. Okay, heart wait. Attack. Let's act this out. Okay, all right. Okay, uh, don't start with that. <laughs> oh no, mom! <laughs> Fuck! Wolf nurse, here, boy, here. <laughs> all right, sorry. No, like the the. <laughs> wait, Timmy's trapped in a well. Bork, bork, bork. Okay, hold on. I'm not making good jokes. I'm making jokes like a 50-year-old would make this episode. You know, I'm the one that's watching fucking the Beverly Hillbillies right now. Yeah, I know. I'm making Beverly Hillbillies jokes. Yeah. Don't start with that. I've made my decision, Mom. I'm not going back on it now, I tell her, smiling slightly. I know, dear. She says, patting my hand. My daughter is not (laughs) smart. (laughs) Good daughter. (laughs) Good girl. Calm down. Okay. I'm waiting for the incest subplot. Did Dan Harmon write this? I don't want that. I don't want that at all. (laughs) I smile at her and we fall into comfortable silence until the pack doctor walks in. Alpha and Luna, and this must be your daughter, he says, smiling at me. How do they not know that? I guess they haven't met yet. She hasn't met the doctor. Yes, this is Kara. You probably remember her when she was here a few years ago, my father says. Yes, I do remember her. Nice to meet you again, he says, smiling kindly at me. You didn't, though, a second ago. You said, oh, this must be your daughter. Yeah. She was here like two years ago. Oh, yeah, I remember. Cool. Oh, yeah. that that girl. Sure, whatever. Whatever. Okay. You got a tumor. You too, I say. Two is spelled like the number two. <laughs> um, I have... <laughs> God, okay, guys, <laughs> this isn't a text message. This is a novel. <laughs> no, not the actual number two. It's T-W-O spelled out. The worst. <laughs> I think U2 is is uh, worse. U2. Yeah, I think, yeah. All right, fine. That's a very... If I had to read this in lead, I wouldn't be reading this, I think. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like, okay. text speak. God. I have your test results, and you'll be pleased to hear you haven't gotten any other infections. He says, reading off the clipboard he's holding. However, I ask him... However, your injuries have worsened, and it is now definite that both of you will not survive this. What? He says in a grave voice. That's a very... Why do you lead 
You shouldn't. Who gives a shit if you have an infection if you're gonna die anyway? The bad news and even worse news. Bad news. Bad news is you got pneumonia. The worst news is you're that gonna doesn't matter. Fucking you're gonna die. fucking die anyway. I put my hand over my mouth and somehow managed to hold back my tears. I'm very sorry. The last thing I'd ever want to do is deliver this news, the doctor says. Thank you, my father says. The doctor nods and leaves. Without my consent, a few tears slip. (laughs) I don't think without my consent. I didn't consent to crying. I don't think we should put crying (laughs) with a consent consent of crying with like anything else that we usually use the word consent for. I think that's a little weird. I don't know. Uh, how do okay? How else do you say that? Do you say that like without my, without without thinking? A few tears slip suddenly. Suddenly, a few tears slip. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, that's that's. I don't even know how else to say that. Yeah, you're right. uh, Maybe that's the only way. I mean, it's interesting. It's a it's an interesting kind of. It is an interesting sentence. It is an interesting sentence. Doesn't mean it's a good sentence. No, but but it's it's interesting. interesting. I wouldn't have read that if I didn't read this because nobody fucking else would have written that. The old philosopher, Dimitri Martin, said there's only three things. Good things, bad things, and interesting things. Very true. (laughs) God. Sweetheart, we knew this was going to happen, my mom says, taking my hand and kissing it. Yeah, everyone knew this was going to happen. Eventually, yeah. (laughs) Unless you're like three years old, you don't know yet. You don't know that the sun's going to explode. Yeah, right. Whatever. You don't care about the heat death of the universe. You just care about Baba, you know? But I don't want to let you guys go. I don't think I can. I tell them the tears running freely now. You are a strong girl. Besides, you have your friends in James. You'll be okay, Dad says, twisting the knife. What about Ryan? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm sorry. I'm just rewriting this. (laughs) You have your friends in James. Wink. The correct one. (laughs) When we die. Like, Jesus Christ. You have your friends in James. You'll be okay, Dad says, kissing my forehead. How can I be okay without you two? I ask them. In time, you will be. No, you won't. From someone who lost their parents. It never gets better. Um, In time, you will be, Mom says in a soothing voice. I shift my chair closer to them and feel them both wrap their arms around me. I'm crying into their arms the last time you'll ever feel that. I feel them both hug me a little closer, and eventually the tears (laughs) stop, but we continue hugging. We love you so much, I hear my dad say for the last time, and feel him kiss my forehead. It, it, it doesn't say for, for the, the last, last time. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. More than anything, I say, sending them a small smile, and that's all they get. <sighs> I'm crying. Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. So the next chapter has the worst tattoo I've ever seen in my life attached to it. Oh, no. Oh, God. And it might actually even... be cool, but the resolution is bad. <laughs> Those last like fucking spiteful fucking <laughs> never never gonna feel that ever again. Oh, I love it. Oh my Christ, that's so funny. Oh my God. Yeah, it'll all be okay, children. When your parents die, never is ever again. <laughs> it's never gonna be good again. Actually, that's the worst pain. <laughs> no, it won't ever be. People really want their kids to not be afraid of anything. You should be afraid of that. You should be afraid afraid of that. There's one thing you should be afraid of. (sighs) 
And it's the inevitable. Um, uh, is that the name of the next chapter? <laughs> no, these don't get fucking names. She doesn't put any extra work into this. Are you fucking kidding yeah, me? Yeah, bare minimum. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Wolf minimum. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, all right. I'm ready for one more. I'm ready for one more. I'm still really bare wolf minimum. <laughs> <laughs> bare wolf minimum. Yeah. Okay. Oh fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> Such a good. Oh god. Holy fuck. That's so. Comedic genius, Sarah. Thank you everybody. so much. God. I'm absolutely laugh at my own jokes. I didn't get the chance to, but I was performing. <laughs> God, okay. All right, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. If it just starts at their funeral, I'm gonna fucking walk out. I'm just gonna... It's been a month since I took James back, and we got the news about how Mom and Dad won't survive this. I've been avoiding Ryder everywhere. For some reason, I can't bring myself to talk to him or to tell him about the mate thing. I know he'll find out eventually, but I don't want to put myself on the line, so I don't plan on telling him. What the fuck does on the line mean? <laughs> I don't want to put... I think <laughs> on the more phone? Into... Yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? On the clothesline? I think you have more important things right now. Your parents are dying. Your parents are Spend dying. Spend time with them. Spend time with them. You have a knowledge. You're nice parents. Yeah, you, you know? know beforehand. You know you how many a, people a... don't fucking know? Sometimes it just happens, man. <laughs> Sometimes that shit... You're in the same fucking room. Chill out with them, you know? <laughs> this is so disrespectful, honestly. I fucking knew a girl in high school who got the call that her dad was in the hospital from, like, a work accident or something. Yeah. And then he fucking died. And she was, like, in the 12th grade. <laughs> Jesus, man. Like, it's not something to just be like, now my wolf OC's pa dead parents are gonna die. And she's gonna get through it like but a superhuman. If you don't know what that's fucking like, don't write about it. Yeah, or if you don't know what it's like, maybe ask around. Yeah. Somebody's parents have fucking died. Yeah, someone you know's parents have died. Maybe you should ask them what it feels like. You shouldn't just be like... Whatever, it's gonna be fine. That's be such epic. a young person whose parents are totally alive for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, 100%. Opinion, yeah, you know? like... Nothing ever Whatever, bats. it'll yeah. get better with time. It doesn't. It's the one <laughs> it thing doesn't. that doesn't. <laughs> it won't get... God, that's so funny. <laughs> I that, mean, like, like, we all say it does, so you don't freak out. You don't out. freak the fuck out. But it gets... It's gonna get worse. <laughs> it's never gonna go <laughs> it's away. It's gonna get worse, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Especially when other people, you know, you parents don't... are still alive and they're being dicks about it. Yeah. Yeah, when you're young, it sucks ass. Usually people get more accepting once they get older. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, fucking... <laughs> Ask anyone whose parents have died... If they're just like, yeah, that was awesome. It's kind of they're not gonna be like, hell yeah, unless they yeah. were like total dicks or something. Yeah, you know? literally, that's the only time. But in this story, it's not made clear that the parents are total dicks. No, in fact, loving. they seem like they're loving. Yeah. yeah, and chill. It would be like you wrote in your story, you watch some random person on the street get stabbed a hundred times over, and then you and just over like don't have any and PTSD and you have from no it. PTSD, no from reaction, it. no cool and fun. It would be so fucking funny, <laughs> yeah. If during this they had like a, a pet, well, and, and then the pet, yeah. and they were like, "The this pet's the worst thing that I'm gonna lose." All fucking like, yeah, like the, the that's pet the is thing worse. they're gonna take seriously. But the parents dying, know. fuck them. Okay, 
<clears throat> Mom and dad have been getting worse as expected. They're losing a lot of weight, but they manage to keep their spirits up. I think it's mostly for my benefit, though. James helps a lot. He's really good at comforting me when I'm sad about my parents. Is James <laughs> a new guy or something? Like, this is such yeah, a he's weird... he's a completely new dude, I guess. It's just a new character. <laughs> That's... I don't know. I hope it's all a dream. I still really hope it's I all hope a dream. I hope he just wants to be the alpha. That's probably what it's going to be, I hope right? that's what it is. That seems like the obvious, you know. No, but Ryder's going to want to be the alpha, actually. <laughs> he's the true alpha because he's her true mate. Yeah, so. Yeah. <sighs> All Cara, right. you're spacing out again, I hear James say. I look up from my morning coffee. <laughs> Sorry, just thinking, I tell him, smiling, then taking a sip of my coffee. Can I ask what you're thinking about? James asks me, lying his arm, laying his arm on the back of my chair. Just about the last couple months. Nothing specific, I say, shrugging. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, only a lot's happened in the past month. In the past couple months. Past couple months, yeah. Past couple months. Literally one month. (laughs) I see him nod out of the corner of my eye. I finish my coffee, then lean over and rest my head on James's shoulder. Come, one, let's go, come one, let's go watch a movie in your room. James suggests pressing a kiss to my temple. Oh, like, it's like Stranger Things, like Eleven, I get it, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I smile, nod, and follow him up the stairs. We reach my room and make ourselves comfortable on the couch. Ooh. 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 It's, a, it's been a month. They're fucking. They're probably fucking. They're probably fucking. I mean, you know, some teens, they don't fuck in their relationships. Yeah, fucking That's nerds. That's okay. Valid. <laughs> fucking geeks. James puts on a movie. I couldn't tell you what it is because I wasn't watching the movie. Instead, I'm tracing the tattoos on James's arm with the tip of my finger. That's... They're fucking. <laughs> 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 that's not sorry okay hold on hold on okay so you're telling me the whatever the trace yeah. happens to be i think yeah if you're like cuddling up on someone right you're yeah, fucking, okay you're, th- yeah. this is the tv yeah, sex uh sex professional josh yeah i'm a i'm a hold on you're 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 gonna fuck this tv right yeah okay so oh, fuck, I, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah right? you're ready for sex so, okay so I'm, I'm ready for sex right now yeah. right so i'm hanging I mean, with tv and let's say this is the arm and you're just kind of yeah, you want to fuck that TV. Yeah, you want to fuck that TV. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, no, that's one hundred percent what that is. Uh, yeah, no, they're fucking. Okay, expert is what they call me. The tattoo cover his entire arm. It's not a single design, but many that form a sleeve. The different designs seem to form one strange image, but I can't decide what it is. It's going to be a maze. Tattoo above. It's going to be a maze. <laughs> it looks like this. Doesn't that look like shit. That looks like dog shit. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, like I'm gonna try explaining shit. it. Um, so this is a very. It looks like an infected tattoo sleeve, but I think it's because the the color of it is like yeah, it's pink. like a weird yeah, it's like a weird pink like um purple. I bet it's cool then, like, in real life, but I it's it probably cool. Not but this, well. this photograph is not well because then there's like also orange parts too. That yeah, really kind of makes a, it look like you. It's a sleeve tattoo with color and with weird um, lines. I think it's not very to, defined. It, it looks like it's supposed to be like waves, is what I'm guessing is what it's supposed to be. I don't know. Because like it, this it is has a werewolf like this that, weird, loves, that loves that catching, loves the ocean, loves catching feet. waves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's one thing I know about dogs that they love water. I don't know. It looks like a fish. There's like, yeah, like so a I, flower, like fish waves. flower waves, like a riverbank maybe. Maybe. But like I, I it's not know. like it doesn't in the photo it doesn't look like river colors. And it doesn't look like multiple tattoos it looks built like, into one. It looks like one big tattoo that was all done in one session. A bunch of, yeah, a bunch of tattoos that it would be like you have like a bunch of like little designs that aren't connected. 
Okay, I gotta, I gotta keep reading. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, hold on. Do you like it? James asks, looking down at his tattoo. Oh, this is the same James, the way that you said that. <laughs> this yeah. is never mind. I nod, so I don't offend him, but the truth is, I don't really know how I feel about the tattoo. It looks like dog shit. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? That would be, oh, yeah, she's yeah. self-aware, you know. <laughs> you must be the Monopoly guy. That's that's the Monopoly guy right there. Yeah. You, you you look up on Google the shitty tattoo. Dog shit tattoos. Put it up there, and then you're like, I don't know how I feel about this tattoo. <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah. Okay, when did you get it? I don't remember you had it when I was last here, I tell him. Uh, I got it not long after you left, he says, shrugging, then turning back to the movie. I nod, then continue tracing the patterns on his arm. I hear a knock on my bedroom There's door. There's no patterns on that tattoo. There's, I mean, there, There's uh, lines. Lines. I think she means lines, yeah. I'll get it, I say, then stand up and walk over to the door. I open the door and see Elliot, Connor, and Claudia. Crying. Hey. The parents are dead. <laughs> and during this time, you were just <laughs> tracing tattoos. Hey, guys, come one in. James and I are just watching a movie. You're welcome to join. This is written on an iPhone. Okay, I know now. Now, now I know for sure it's on a phone. At because the end of every chapter, it says sent from my iPhone. from my iPad, yeah. Um, you're welcome to join. I say moving out of the way of the doorway and wait for them all to come inside. They don't. They walk in, and I shut the door behind them. James looks up and sees me friends and sees me friends and rolls his eyes. I furrow my I eyebrows in confusion, but choose to ignore it. The others come and sit down, and I take my spot behind, beside James again. There's silence since everyone's watching the movie. Since I missed all of the beginning of it, I decide not to watch it. Instead, pull out my phone. I read a book on Wattpad and settle down reading it. That's what we're, That's what we're reading, reading on. on. Oh, my God. It's like Whoa. watching a movie on YouTube, and then, like, we got to go on YouTube. Yeah. And then it's like, whoa, I, 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 I like this on YouTube. Uh, uh, Piano Cat much? Can I like I, ASD, can, uh, ASDF movies. Movie number three. <laughs> and then the look at the camera, the fucking eye winking and self-elating. Charlie bit my finger? Whoa. Whoa. Armored skeptic number 347. <laughs> That's the pipeline. Amazing atheist. <laughs> Just the alt right pipeline, <laughs> just fucking yeah. Oh god. Uh, Fuck. God. <laughs> Richard Spencer. Dude, okay. If you go from from amazing atheist to armored skeptic to Richard Spencer, you're already in you were already in there. You were already in there. Oh god. Oh, fuck. Fuck. The movie finishes and we sit there in silence for a little while. <laughs> Why? No one knows what to say. You've never done that. You've never had a bunch of weird friends all in one room yes. watching a movie on a tiny screen, and then it ends, and it was the Babadook, and a guy was fingering one of your friends in the dorm room as you were watching the Babadook. <laughs> and no one had any thoughts. <laughs> Everyone all knew because it was obvious. And at the end, we all just kind of sat there in awkward silence because she met this guy on Tinder. And he was like, he he worked at an army base in Georgia. So then he like moved. I think he, this is a little more personal her, than I thought. But she was on her period, so he was so he didn't know she was on her period. But he just wanted to finger her, and then he asked her to touch his dick. And you were all still in the room watching the Babadook. And then you were like, "Man, I gotta get out of FSU." <laughs> <laughs> You, that mean never this, happened you, mean to this, you? you mean this wolf house, right? That's what. That's what. 
That didn't happen, right? That didn't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what happened. No, I'm joking. No, fuck it up. Okay, oh, all right, fair enough. I guess that could happen to you, theoretically. That's the most relatable thing that's ever that's been written in the story so far to me. That's true. Okay. This one very specific instance. <laughs> How are your parents, Kara? Elliot asks me. Wow, really bringing the mood down. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's like, no one else is going to ask it. We've been sitting here in silence. Your parents dead yet or what? <laughs> Thanks, Elliot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> these three have been to visit them a couple of times, but always ask me how they're doing. Keeping their spirits up, but they both lost another five kilograms this week, so it's not looking good, I say, running my hands over my face. Uh, the others nod in understanding. They visit my parents with me every second weekend. We should go uh, one weekend a month? Wait, that's how long? Wait, what? Every second weekend of the month? Is when... One weekend a month is when your friends all go meet your parents? For a whole weekend? So they've only seen them once, because it's only been, it's a, only been month. a month. So yeah, how the... F- how many months has it fucking been? She said one couple of months. I'm so confused. Okay, we should go. Connor. Is it supposed to be on couple of months, but that doesn't that still doesn't make any fucking sense. That doesn't make sense either. What the fuck is going on in the story? Know. We should go. Connor and I have some homework to do, and Claudia promised she would help. Elliot says, standing up. The others follow suit. Bye. They call out as they're walking out. Bye. I call back. Bye. Thank God, I hear James say. I look at him confused. They always come and interrupt the time we spend together. We barely get time alone, he says. He's trying to finger you. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what happened to FSU. What are you talking about? We're always spending time together. It's Claudia, Connor, and Elliot that I barely ever spend time with, I tell him, turning to face him completely. Whatever. I have to go. I'm meeting up with the guys, James says, (laughs) standing up. The bros, dude. Yo, it's game (laughs) night for the bros. We got (laughs) to... This is now, this is now my, our relationship. You can't see your friends, but I gotta see my I gotta friends. I gotta see mine. Apex tonight. Sorry. We gotta... <laughs> okay, text me when you get back, I tell him, smiling up at him. He Wait, nods. why text when you get back? Do you live together? Do you guys, you guys not fucking live together? I thought that was the whole point of this house now. So I guess they don't. I think they have their individual rooms still. Which, yeah, they've only been dating like a month. I guess, yeah, but like... This is, uh, I don't, I don't know. know. What's the logic here? Where are the boundaries? He nods and pecks my lips, then walks out the door, closing it behind him. I sigh and grab my homework, then decide to go visit my parents. I take my homework with me and settle at the desk in their room and get straight onto my homework since they're asleep. Kara? I hear a male voice say. I look over at the door and my breath catches in my throat. It's Ryder. I manage to compose myself enough to say one word that I wish I didn't have to say right now. Ryder. I say, yeah. standing up. <laughs> You're so rider, deep into this. Rider, rider, <laughs> Team rider. Put Photoshop down on my hat. I'm not going to do that later, but. <laughs> okay, we stand in silence for a couple of minutes. Please sit, I say, gesturing to the chair near me. He doesn't say anything, but takes my advice, advice, and sits down on the seat. Another moment of silence. You've been avoiding me, he says bluntly. I don't. Ooh. Ooh. Fight, 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 couple fight. fight, couple fight. And then he punches me in the face. No, okay. Uh, Not only if. I know. No, drama. I could, I could, Actual I could, drama. I could relate to punching the main character in the face. Why? You punched a woman before? No jo- comment. Excuse me? Can you tell me? This will settle out of court. What? <laughs> no, I'm joking. Whoa. No, because no, I want to punch the main character in the face. Oh, in the I story. see. Yeah. I understand. You want to commit will, violence, will punch but you a haven't woman. done it yet. I haven't done it yet. You were just expressing would, that you want to commit uh, battery. Vi- male violence on a woman. A fictional woman. 
You're just admitting to that on the internet in front of thousands of people. Clip it, guys. Clip it. Do it. <laughs> Josh wants to punch a woman. <laughs> Everyone. Cancel him, please. Cancel him, yeah. Okay. I don't say anything and look down at the clasped hands. What did I do? He asks. You didn't do anything, I say, sighing. I must have done something. I mean, you've been avoiding me. Every time I see you, you walk in the opposite direction. <laughs> you gotta make that less obvious. <laughs> yeah. You could. Uh... <laughs> You shouldn't just like freeze up like a deer in headlights and then like reverse crab walk out. Like, I don't know. Like, fucking what? what? <laughs> Do the moonwalk That's or some really shit? Funny. That's really <laughs> Okay. Every time I see you, you walk in the opposite direction. We haven't spoken a word to each other since the night we were in the library, he says, sounding annoyed. <clears throat> I hope I sounded annoyed enough. You didn't. I've just been busy. I say quickly, sorry. You didn't. I just I've just been busy. I say quickly. I've been busy walking away from you. (laughs) (laughs) I've been learning how to moonwalk. You just you didn't have to take any time out of your schedule. Just saying hi, five seconds tops. He says, looking me in the eye. I sigh. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry, I'm reading ahead. I'm sorry. I sigh. Look, I'm really busy with homework right now. We'll talk about this another time. No, you're not. (laughs) I say, turning back to my homework. Fine. Ryder says in a tired voice I hear him stand up and leave When I hear the door shut behind him Put my hands over my face and let out a groan What have I done? (laughs) And then there's a note from the author Oh Hey guys if you see italics Just a heads up that that's what the character is thinking I'm thinking of changing POV So it would help if you could recommend a character You would like to be in the point of view of Vote and comment thanks it's kind of obvious when it's in italics that it's in their head. It's a thought, yeah. That's like 101. You, you can do just italics, say comma, italics, comma, she thought, yes. but uh, yeah. That's an actual, there's a lesson. You, I, as a writer, I can teach you guys that apparently, because apparently but people you don't need know. to. don't know. Yeah, people don't know. I guess people don't know. People probably don't know that. That's not like, it's not like the first thing you learn, you know, but like, yeah, if you put something in italics, usually it means it's a thought or something. I feel like I've read that in books, though, before. Yeah, I know. I've read it in books, too. I don't know. Context clues. Usually helps, yeah. But usually, like, even with the italics, people put the comma she thought or he thought or yeah, they thought, and, and it, it, you know? Yeah, and then you can continue writing in italics and they'll know it's a thought. Yeah. So that was the end of the chapter. I'm interested in the changing of POVs. Yeah, actually, I'm interested in that's that. That's interesting, because that's going to be even worse. <laughs> it's one I can't thing- wait to switch to James and have him be like, I fucking hate this dumb bitch. Hate you this know dumb what I bitch, mean? Yeah. No, because, like, okay, so, like, we've established that you can't write one character's perspective well. But I wonder if it's the <laughs> character or if it's the writing. I feel Maybe. like it is the writing, it's the writing and it's yeah. definitely also the character, because the character has to be... You know, well, the character has to be consistent. <laughs> the character needs to. Well, okay, in general, yeah, the character has to be consistent, but in this character specifically, it has to be like strong and awesome yeah. and feminist and all this shit. So it's hard to develop a personality other than you can have a feminist that has a personality. You know, you can have a strong no, no, female woman no, that I has agree, a personality. 100%. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, just saying I'm she's not one writing... of these guys that look at Lord of the Rings and I'm like women. Women, you know, yeah. no, I get it, but like, fucking, um, I don't know. She's not doing that. She's choosing to write the female character that doesn't have a personality, really. Yeah, and just kind of makes wild decisions because we don't really know what she's thinking. 
Yeah, which is ironic because we should know because there's italics. I know. We just now got to we italics. Got it's to chapter italics. 11. Yeah. <laughs> We're a third of the way through the story. We're a third of the way and I still don't know how to feel. Yeah, I can't wait to put a compilation of all of these fucking stories and see... All in the one, see how long it is? All in the one, see how long it is, A, and see all the contradictions. I know, right? And that's going to be fun for me, but like fucking... um, We're, we're a third of the way, right? Yeah, 36 mm-hmm. chapters? 30. 30 chapters, oh, sweet. Yeah. Fucking, um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> fun. Um... So this is now... Okay, so theoretically we're entering the second act then... Her parents are dying. Her parents are dying. So that is, I guess, the second act has to be juggling with the parents dying and juggling with James and Ryder. And I guess that should be that's that's the meat of the story, right? Right. Which thank God we got here because it has been a journey. It's been a journey. There's been a lot of setups. Yeah. And maybe there'll be payoffs. But like, I'm interested to see what the payoffs are. This is why I love reading like media that is like not you know critically acclaimed or whatever Mm. because it's like damn bitch i want to know what you think is the payoff what you think is the thing you know what i mean yeah not what you're saying everybody you know you know what i mean i don't know i get what you mean i don't know shit i don't know fucking um it's it's why i like reading reddit it's why i like reading fucking um there's people's thoughts yeah. Are fucking crazy. Yes. <laughs> the way that people write things is fucking insane. Yeah. And it just it fascinates me. Hmm. I feel that. Because, hmm. I mean, say what you will about this writer, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of typos. A lot of grammatical issues. A lot of overstating. A lot of, uh, you know, character issues. Plot issues. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of issues. But she yeah. wrote mm-hmm. this. She did write it, yeah. I've not written anything completely. I haven't written anything in years. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it is commendable to write something. I won't disagree with that. Yeah. And the more you do it, the better you're going to get it. Yeah. So fucking, yeah. So, yeah, I I will commend the effort that's going into this. Yeah. But we get to laugh at it, too. We do get to laugh (laughs) at it. Yes. I want to say that. Yeah. Listen, you got to start somewhere. I get that. Man. But (laughs) goddamn. Goddamn. There's a lot of... um. There's a lot of shit. Yeah. And a There's sense. a lot of shit to get through. There's a lot of shit to get but through. But then you get really fun shit like I did not consent for my tears to run down my face. Did not. Did <laughs> or not like consent. your parents are going to die. I don't know how I'm, how I'm going to get through it without you. Don't worry. You'll be fine. Okay. You're not going to get that. <laughs> You're if not you going to get that now. Just read like. Stephen King, Stephen and King, or Tales Hemingway, or, or some bullshit, fucking yeah, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, you're not gonna get wacky no thoughts on that. Oh, you're gonna get wacky thoughts with Stephen King. Oh but, yeah, true. You know. But wacky <laughs> thoughts that are um not about pedophilia. <laughs> I don't know why I love Stephen King, honestly. Yeah, but I don't know why every book he has has to have children's fucking something. I don't. I don't get it. Someone took the. Someone took coming of age a little too literally. Oh shit. Okay, let's do Reddit. Let's do some Reddit stories. Yeah. Then we'll do ads. Then we'll do ads. Then we'll do listener stories and we'll get the fuck out of your hair. (laughs) We'll stop fucking bothering you guys with this fucking (laughs) two, three hour long bullshit fucking dumbass podcast. A podcast that went to two and a half hours last week. Which is under our average of apparently three. <laughs> so, 
you know. Yeah. Yo, can I, okay, can I stay real quick? Mm-hmm. No offense to this listener, but just to get a perspective of how fucking inconsistent we've been for the past two months. Yeah. Uh, fucking someone asked, do we have a release schedule? Oh, yes, they did. <laughs> and yeah. damn, technically it's supposed to be Mondays. No, 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 Tuesdays. no, Tuesdays. Mondays for Patreon, which that hasn't happened either. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know. We're sorry. Life is sorry. gotten in life the way, is, for uh, sure. Life is crazy. Life's a highway. Uh, <laughs> life is a highway. I'm going to ride it oh, all I'm gonna night ride long. It all night long. You're going my way. All right. I'm going to make sure I have my story real quick, but you are good to go, Sarah. Welcome to the Reddit segment, Mother Effers. All right. This is on today. I fucked up. That fucked up. How? Which I'm like, okay. This didn't happen today. What he's talking about. <laughs> So it shouldn't be on today I fucked Someday up. Someday I fucked it up. It should just be on like I fucked up in my life at some point, you yeah. know? <laughs> I think Shit. we're getting caught in semantics. I think we're No, it's about today. It's about the fuck ups that we do today. Okay? Not tomorrow. Today I fucked not up. Not yesterday. <laughs> All right, that's fair. All right. Okay. But today okay. I fucked up. I cheated on my wife 3 years ago. She agreed to forgive me if we opened the marriage, but now I live in agony every day. So it should be three the years I fucked up. The first sentence, the title, said it was three years ago. <laughs> That's not today. Checkmate libs. Checkmate libs. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. You're good. <laughs> so basically, my wife, 39, found out that I, 41, I've been hooking up with a woman I met online who lived two hours away. <laughs> That's a lot of effort. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. Already, but okay. When the woman visited, we checked into a hotel. This went on for three months, and we had met a handful of times when my wife caught us. She was waiting in the hotel lobby and saw us coming down from the room. She left me the next day. Womp womp. We separated for eight months, and they were terrible on all of us, especially the children. Male nine, female seven, and female three. <laughs> Your daughters are gonna not talk to you when they're older. No, they are not. Nope. Enjoy the time you got left. Yeah. We started talking about getting back together. My wife thought that since her sex life wasn't enough for me, and that she was sure I will cheat on her again, we might as well open the marriage. This is a game plan for if you're so deep in a marriage and you're like Catholic or something and you don't want to get divorced. Yeah, do you're this. Just, yeah. This is actually a pro-life tips. Honestly. This is an accidental pro-life tip, yeah. for sure. I told her no, because I've already learned my mistake, but she wouldn't waver. I relented. We decided, parentheses, she did, <laughs> not to tell each other the when, where, and with whom. My dumb bitch wife decided <laughs> decided that she wanted to find a way to cheat on me, and I'm like, that's not how it fucking works. <laughs> I cheat on you, motherfucker. Lie. I have to cheat on you. So basically, from the, those rules, it's just you guys say that you had sex with someone? No. Oh, okay, never mind. You don't even say that. Never mind, you can just go fuck you whoever you want. You just assume that the other person is having sex. Kind of based. I, I kinda, it's kind of based. It's a little based, actually. Now, over two years later, we are back to normal on the outside. On the inside, I'm dying a little each day. Just go fuck someone. You You started this. I love this so much. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Oh my god. You got a hall pass. Every time I see her happy, I wonder if this is just her old bubbly self or if she was thinking of someone. She is a very beautiful woman, and I'm sure she has no problems finding men who want her. 
Whenever she takes a shower after coming home, whenever she rejects my advances, I think that she has been with someone and that kills me. I've tried to discuss discuss closing the marriage again, but she shuts these attempts very quickly quickly with the divorce card. Yeah. <laughs> I love her. Yeah, she's smart. Yeah, she's, she's so fucking. Awesome. She's got your number, you idiot. Yeah. yeah. Before all this happened, we had amazing sex several times a week, but now we probably have done it four to five times in these past three years. She demands I use protection, and she refuses to let me eat her or make her come in any way. I stopped asking because the sex is painfully bad now. I haven't slept with anybody else because the look on my wife's face in that lobby still makes me sick with guilt. I don't know how much more I can take. I love my wife and I want to spend the rest of my life with her. Will she ever stop punishing me? Have you ever forgiven a cheating spouse and stopped punishing them? What's going on in her head? (laughs) Dude, imagine she's not even fucking anybody. Yeah, the mind games. She's just living her fucking life and she doesn't have this fucking stupid horn dog of a husband. Yeah, just fucking. And she's just tormenting him every day. Just saying, yeah, just. This makes me so unreasonably happy. I'm surprised she's not letting you eat her out because you can come home with a bunch of <laughs> some other dudes. Yeah, cum. some dudes come and her fucking pussy. She's just doing you a, a favor. An epic prank, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How do you like Tyler's cream pie? Yeah, right. Jesus. Yo, holy shit. And he doesn't even know if he's getting cucked. That's the cuckiest yeah. part of it. You don't know. Yeah. I love this so much. She's my queen. Yeah, honestly, she's fucking base as hell. Go fuck yourself, other guy. Because <laughs> now he's never going to cheat on somebody else ever again. Yeah, literally. She hasn't even cut ties, so he's not even fucking going to run out and cheat on someone else. She's just fucking she's punishing him. Up. Yeah. I mean, and you That's know, I don't awesome, like dude. that phrasing either because like you kind of punished yourself. No, yeah, yeah. You punished her. You fucked up. The guy fucked up. Yeah. You lied. This is the punishment. Yeah. She's Your not, punishment, your self-imposed punishment because you decided. She's not cheating on him because... Open the marriage is open. Yeah, yeah, it's not even cheating anymore. Yeah, she's which bad. makes it doubly funny that now he has a conscience. <laughs> yeah, now he's got guilt. God. Okay, I guess if I was Jesus Christ Himself, <laughs> big, right. big if everybody, but it's okay. Well, Let's... you know, like if I wasn't a human being, if I believed in like a above all good nature yeah okay she should divorce him yeah and take the kids yeah because the kids aren't gonna want to talk to him anyway right he's an asshole yeah she should divorce him she should yeah and i mean it would allow him to move on you know yes but But this is awesome this is funny i'm not jesus christ i'm not (laughs) i'm sarah here and i think this is fucking awesome clip that clip that everybody (laughs) Green screen that put that anything behind, <laughs> but no fucking uh, <laughs> it put me on the cross, you know. <laughs> yeah, put Sarah on the cross. Yeah, atone for your sins, Sarah. Yeah, but no fucking uh, <laughs> no, yeah, you fucked up pretty big time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you fucked up, you dumbass. That's yeah. what you get. That's what you fucking get, dude. Just waving the divorce papers <laughs> when you come back. I'll fucking divorce you. <laughs> you you come home from getting fucked and you're just like. Can't do anything about it. She's fucking telling you that's so funny. He doesn't want a divorce. Obviously, his wife is over him. Obviously, she is not in love with him anymore. No. She goes, Yeah, I'll fucking divorce you if you close the marriage because I don't want to fuck you. I want to fuck other men. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And still keep my kids. And still keep my kids. Yeah. 
Yeah. I just don't want you to take care of them. It's just so based. It's based. It's based in Red Bull. It's based in Red Bull so much. That's some good revenge, man. That's yeah, some good for fucking, sure. That's a good one. That's a... All right, I'll married remember. a smart woman. <laughs> Nothing more dangerous than marrying a smart woman. Ugh, I don't like the way you said that. That's why we're never getting married. Ooh. Oh, you think I'm smart? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Yay. you're not getting fucking shit. Yay! <laughs> you're not getting, my you boyfriend thinks I'm smart. You ain't touching my bank account, mother ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. All right, so I got a nice one. I got a nice one from Am I the Asshole. This was rising. Let's see if it's popular. That's not that popular. Good. Okay, good. Sweet. So. Fun. Am I the asshole, Mm -hmm. me or my wife? Let me say that again. Sorry. (laughs) Am I the asshole, me or my My wife? wife. (laughs) Yeah. Uh Yo, bro fist, dude. I'm fucking bro fist, dog. (laughs) Bro fist. (laughs) (laughs) All right, sorry. I just wanted to bring back 2008 for everybody. You're welcome. All right, so. Apologies, I cannot make a good title for this. Carlos has you been my perfect title. Yeah. <clears throat> he said my wife, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, so Carlos has been my yard guy for a little over 20 years now. Over that time, his yard business has become extremely successful and he makes a decent amount of money. Good for Carlos. Good for him. He has a son, Danny, who is around the same age as my kids, Mike and Anna. The kids knew each other growing up and would go to each other's birthdays parties, but otherwise weren't super close. Anna and Danny ended up going to the same college, it's a popular one in the state, and eventually announced that they, they had started dating. Aw, cute! Everyone was very excited, and we invited Carlos and the family over for our Christmas dinner that year. It went really well. After a couple glasses of wine, however, oh God. my wife just made... <laughs> my wife? <laughs> my wife... This, I can't fucking take this. Okay. After a couple of glasses of wine, however, my wife made a couple of jokes regarding our, our yard being cut for free now. Everyone was uncomfortable, and I quickly shut that down and apologized, and I figured that would be the end of it. It has not been. Also, money is not the issue here, but my wife has a tendency to be frivolous in places where it matters and a bit of a cheapskate where it doesn't, and this has become the newest and most shocking instance. This came up every now and then for years until Anna and Danny announced their engagement. Oh, yay. All of a sudden, it was like a dam had burst, and my wife became obsessed with the idea of getting free or discounted services, citing that what? they are now going to be, quote, family, and that, quote, family doesn't charge family. I finally told her that Danny might come into the family, but that Carlos isn't our family, and it's perfectly fine for us to remain cl- close customers to him. I've done absolutely everything I can to keep this away from Carlos, Danny, and Anna. It boiled over this morning when Carlos came over with Danny to do some extra tree cutting. We negotiated a rate and I had a check already written out. Danny knocked on the door when he was done to get the check and my wife got there while I was in the bathroom. Oh, God. She made a joking comment to him and already asked for money from the in-laws and not even been and not even been married yet. And within the hour, I had an enraged call from Anna and rightfully so. Yeah. I argued with my, yeah, it's very weird. I argued with my wife about it. It got heated and I ended up calling her money crazy and accusing her of valuing the 150 bucks that today cost over our daughter's happiness. Hmm. All this for a 150. That's crazy. That's crazy. Jesus. That's not bad at all. She's convinced that them charging us like, quote, regular customers is the wrong thing to do. More tough words were exchanged, and I ended up refusing to go over to our weekly date night until she sent an apology to Danny. Wow. Am I the asshole? No, you're like no. the best dad ever. Yeah, you're doing like, yeah, you're trying to make sure. 
That's some fucking base shit, dude. All the dads I know would be like, I don't know, she's crazy. And then, like, go and watch football, you <laughs> yeah. know? Like, but you're, you're like, yeah, you're taking an active role in your fucking, yeah, your fucking your daughter and uh, son-in-law's, Doing what someone like, should do. Yeah, yeah, and, like, I don't know. She's been fucking weird. Yeah. And, like, I think, they're, okay, so, like, me personally, my idea of, like, okay, like, a family discount, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's one thing when it's, like... You work at like a store, right? And you're not actually earning profit from the store, right? So and like you can give whoever a you discount. want a discount. Yeah, like I remember when I worked in Universal. Like if you came up, right, I would give well, my employee a discount. You but know what also, I mean? like I wouldn't do that every time. No, yeah, of course, no, like fucking because that's crazy. Well, yeah, the thing is, like, expect. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. Okay, so let's say in this scenario, right, yeah. I'm the one working, uh-huh. and then you come up. You could theoretically, not every time, but like if it, like you say, like, oh, since you know we know each other, can I get a discount? I would be like, yeah, probably. I don't think I've even ever done that. I think I showed up, and then you were like, here's the discount, and I was yeah, like, oh, because well, that's what I'm thinking is like, oh yeah, I know, yeah, she's cool, like, <laughs> right, you're cool. But that's the thing. You I wait say that's my offer. You don't just <laughs> right. say like. You know, you wait for the offer. You don't just say, like, are you going to give me a discount? Yeah, right? you know, like, so, and like, in that scenario, too, like, my livelihood isn't based on also whether or not, like, the fact that you get a discount, right? Like, I get a flat rate and for the day. it's also consistent. Yeah. Like, you're a big customer because you have had them for years. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, no, like, yeah, and, like, fucking, That's um, fucking weird. That's a different thing. I think even, I mean, I don't know, I'm, I've been around a lot of white people that have the audacity, so the first joke, I'm kind of like, haha, stupid joke, whatever, shut but up. But then repeating it over and over again, it's not a joke. It's like, no, you want that. You want that, yeah. You fucking weirdo. And I don't know, and, like, fucking, um, I don't know, because, like, I've worked with, uh, I've worked with my family before, I've worked with my, uh, brother-in-law for mm-hmm. editing work, right? Yeah. And this is for a project that, like, he wasn't getting paid on, so I wasn't getting paid either, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, like, I know that, like, if he was, um, getting paid for it, because I know he, he values his work, and we mm-hmm. do basically the same thing. He's, um, I'm a video editor, but he's more of a 3D, um, video editor, kind of. Yeah. Uh, it's the best way I can describe it right now. Yeah. Uh, hi, Wes. But <laughs> I thought you were talking about Jim this whole time for some reason. No, no. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't think Wes. That makes no, sense. No, yeah, but, like, yeah. yeah, so, like, he, you know, he does that video editing, and, like, for a while, it helped him edit like the video portion of his podcast which was yeah. like a like a oh, highlight yeah, reel yeah, yeah. yeah i remember that. like he wasn't getting paid money for that so like no. he, i didn't get paid either and i no. knew that but i knew if he was getting paid money i would probably get a cut or something you know what i mean yeah because like there was one time where i helped him on a paid project paid project and he sent me over money for the like two hours of work that i did you know what That's i mean very nice and yeah because we're family and we both yeah. have to re- rely on this as like our business right and yeah. it's like he's self-employed i'm self-employed like you know i just in general i operate if it's with friends or family i operate on i'm not costing them anything i'm doing this as a gift and then if they offer i'll take it yeah and that's fair but even then if they offer i'll be like no 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 and then they're like no no really then i'm like oh, okay fine all right yeah i'm forced to take it you know? like but yeah but like that's the whole point yeah. it's like they offer hey here's a discounted rate because your family now and yeah I'll be they like, should be one to make the offer and then you should be like no i want to pay you or your full worth at least like are you sure like i'm or, willing to are you sure yeah. we can do this this blah 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 yeah because like they fucking it and it seems respectful. like they already negotiated a rate like it seemed like maybe there was already like yeah, there's already a, yeah a there's chance already to, a little bit yeah yeah so like fucking um, yeah, no, so literally, like, yeah, it should be on the person doing the work to offer that. It shouldn't be, like, if you're getting, receiving that work from a family member, be like, yeah. hey, can you fucking, um... If they need that amount, they need that amount. Yeah, so... Also, I'm a little weirded out of the husband being like, Carlos isn't family. I'm like, yeah, he's yeah, he your... Is. He is family. He's your daughter's that son's dad. You're right, yeah, he's an in-law now. He's technically part of your family. Yeah, you should think of him as your family, your 
And that's why, ironically, yeah, you should care about his, fam- his family. You should also care about his well-being and like money. You know, <laughs> ironically, yeah, yes, exactly. That's the system we live in, right? Listen, per- peach perfect system. You wouldn't pay anyone anything, right? But like, I will say that's a, a very, and I don't know the race of anyone involved, but the fucking, it's a very white person thing to think. Yeah, especially like upper middle class white person, where there's like. What about, I don't want my taxes to go down, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, right. exactly that, so. So, yeah, no, fucking, uh, not, the husband's not the asshole. No. No. <laughs> fucking, um, solved it. We didn't solve the other one. Solved it. We did. Solved it. Both. Nice. Damn, I have COVID arm. I can't dab. I did it with my other one. Yeah, I gotta do, I gotta do the solo dab is what it's called. Trademark. Fortnite, don't steal that. A dab is only one arm. No, dab's when you do it like that. Oh. Yeah, so solo dabs that. So wait, so if we just that's fine. Yeah. So you could have done a dab. My arm. We could lean into the dab. Oh, like, but then I hit the TV. All right, so you're not Checkmate in the perfect liberal. place to do a dab, but you could have done a dab. All right, I could have done a dab. All right. All right. And we should have done some ads. ads. Hi, everyone. Hello. Welcome to the ad break. Hi. Hey, are you enjoying this podcast so I am, far? I for sure am, yes. Are you enjoying this podcast so yes, far? Yes, I am a lot. <laughs> okay, then you should like, comment, subscribe, and hit the goddamn bell. Okay, I will. <laughs> I have COVID arm. I can't do this. <laughs> you don't need you to should do the like, other comment, one. comment, subscribe, <laughs> and hit the goddamn bell. Hit <laughs> that goddamn bell, please. And, and don't forget to rate us five stars on Spotify and Apple, and leave a nice written review on Apple, too. Please, please. do that. We will read them out here. We don't have any this week, we but don't next have week any. we'll read them. Next week we will. But also, if you want to help support the podcast financially, moving the gun closer to you guys, <laughs> there's a couple ways to do it. Yeah. If you go over to patreon.com forward slash APWSTR, you'll get ad-free episodes so you won't hear all this bullshit. No oh, shit. And you'll also get uh, early releases and exclusive content. Oh my god. And you should also go over to buymecoffee.com if you don't want to get any of that, you just want to do a one-time donation. Uh, you can go over there. We'll read whatever you have to say as long as it's not racist, homophobic, or sexist. Or anything bad. Or anything bad. Yeah, we'll read whatever you have. We don't have any this week, but it's all good. Yeah. Man. And there's also technically channel memberships. Yes. Uh, once we start live streaming, which we're planning on doing soon, hopefully. Yeah. Maybe we did one Maybe when this podcast Maybe we already did one. Maybe out. we didn't. We don't but know yeah, yet. During those live streams, you'll get access to uh, emotes, and we'll also put you in the description at the end of the credits as well. Yep. Uh, and there is also Skillshare. There's an affiliate link down below. Learn something new and help out the podcast by signing up for free. And then uh, I think you get a discount. You, uh, I no. think it is. I don't know. Uh, if you click sign on up, it, they'll click on it, it and you'll get, I think, a month free at least. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. So you get a month free. You get to learn some cool stuff and it'll help support the podcast. So yeah. uh, all the links are down in the description. Thank you all for listening to this Thank ad you. segment. And we will go right back to the show. Is there anything else? No, is it? Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Enjoy the show. Bye. And now we are on to listener, listener stories. stories and sarah i'm doing my npr voice for some reason do you want to you want to you kick this off yeah baby this is from anonymous she her sweet am i the asshole for cutting off my friends because they stay in contact with my ex-husband <sighs> trigger warning <laughs> okay i was about to ask pedophilia <laughs> Unless I, uh, no, there's no Actual way. There's no unless. It's just pretty triggering. Yeah. So um. Yeah. No. I don't um. Yeah. I don't. I. I I'm gonna say right off the bat, probably not the asshole. No. no. Okay. Okay. All right. Well. <laughs> next. But now. I, 26, female, was married to my ex-husband for three years, and we were together for seven total. 
During that time, we set up my roommate and my childhood best friend on a date. I'll call them Anna and Tate, and they actually ended up getting married. We were all really good friends, and they were both people I really loved and respected. Well, last summer, shit hit the fan. I found out that my ex-husband, we'll call him Fuckface, is a literal pedophile. A pedophile who prefers girls aged 11 to 16 and works as a teacher in a middle school. Fuck. Yeah, no. um, Not the asshole. He confessed this to me himself. The fucking idiot. (laughs) I kicked him out of our apartment so fast, and obviously I told everyone he was a goddamn pedophile, including Anna and Tate. Yeah. Don't worry, I did also go to the police, and they did absolutely nothing. Fuck 12. But I did make him quit his job, so there is that at least. That is good. Okay, one good thing. Jesus Christ. This is why I took the story on. Usually pedophilia, I'm like, I don't know if we can can, handle that trauma. At least, yeah, at least the fucking got fired. Jesus, like, God, fuckface asshole. Jesus. (laughs) Fucking Anna and Tate were in shock, obviously, as was I. They believed me 100%, which I was so grateful for because a lot of people in my life didn't. Fuckface had spun a tale about how I'm a crazy lying bitch. Classic. Anna, being one of my best friends, was really there for me during this time. She knows all the awful details, which I won't share here. I was really open and vulnerable with her about my healing journey after such a traumatic experience. I also know that she tells Tate everything. They are practically attached to the hip. Which at the time I was fine with, because he was also a good friend of mine. So when I found out that Tate had gone to see Fuckface for Thanksgiving last year... What? Why not? Fuck it. (laughs) You know... Thanksgiving really should have been between um, healthy people and pedophiles and coming together. That's what that's what Thanksgiving's all about. Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, fuck that guy. Holy shit. I was very surprised. I asked Anna about it, and she said Tate and Fuckface were quote-unquote distant friends. Yeah, distant by going to Thanksgiving. Yeah, sure. Distant or not, they are still friends. I freaked out and had a panic attack in the bathroom at work, and I told her I needed a break from the friendship and blocked both of them. It's been about six months now since I talked to Anna or Tate, and sometimes I feel bad about it. We've been friends for seven years, and I miss Anna. But I also don't feel like either of them are safe people anymore. Am I the asshole for ending a seven-year friendship so abruptly because her husband is still friends with my ex-husband? No. No. Um, no, That's. Pretty, that's I think those are fair grounds to bounce, because, like... I don't know why people do this. People really see shit like this, and they're like... I'll still be friends with him. <laughs> I don't really know That's why. Wild. That's just like fucking... people just really don't want to be alone. <sighs> and they're like, even yeah. if my only friend is a pedophile, I still want. I still gotta go have Thanksgiving with him. He's my buddy. Like you do, yeah, and you don't I, want those I, types of people you talking in your life. about. Yeah, like no. you went through a traumatic experience. You told your friend it was traumatic. She told you that her husband still hangs out with him. She's just kind of being like a wishy-washy, like, what can I do? Very centrist on this one. (laughs) Which, I mean, it's hard to be centrist on certain things. Nazis, fascism, pedophilia, racism. Anything that's fucking, like, that's not acceptable. Yeah, like, no, like, obviously, no, you're right to end that off, because, like... You're not overreacting... That's not an overreaction. That's a pretty correct reaction, I feel like, is... For not wanting a pedophile anywhere near your life. You know what I mean? Yeah, even, like, 
you, you know, you know, I think um, being, you know, you know, six degrees to Kevin Bacon. I think everyone should be six degrees away from a pedophile. And by that, I mean, like, stay the fuck away. <laughs> like, Jesus, it shouldn't be. Oh, I know this person who has a pedophile. You Listen, should probably get that person out of your life. And I'm not. A, I want to really just emphasize this right at the beginning. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a therapist. There Same. are people that believe that pedophiles just need to go to therapy or just need to go to fucking just need to have a, like it's a mental illness or something. All right. Let's play with that argument. Um, I feel like it doesn't take I don't know how many months it was from that to Thanksgiving. <laughs> I feel like that's a very short amount of time. But then it's like, OK. I don't know how I got into this. I don't know. No, let's play, I, I let's play in the space. No, because I, I, like fucking. I, I, but that's my point is I don't want to play in the space. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to put a video of me being a fucking uh, uh, mm -hmm. devil's advocate for pedophiles on the internet. You know what I mean? No, <laughs> I don't yeah, want to no. do that. I think Some people think that. I don't know if I think that. I've never really thought that much about it because yeah. I'm not a psychologist and I'm not a therapist. Yeah, I'm not a professional in any way. So, so I, don't I don't need know. to have an opinion on it. If I meet a pedophile, I'm not going to speak to him again. Yeah. He needs to go talk to a therapist or a psychologist to figure, that shit to figure out. his fucking life out so he doesn't harm any children. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not on you, listener. You it's know, not it's, on anyone else to have to deal else. with that. No. You know what I mean? I'm not going to I'm not gonna even touch yeah. it. Yeah. So um, not the asshole. Nope. No, find friends that aren't friends with pedophiles. Yeah, or think that it's okay. I don't know. If that's a fucking deal breaker for you. You're saying it's okay when you go to Thanksgiving. When you go to Thanksgiving, when your husband goes to Thanksgiving, it's like, oh, it honey. was a potluck. They needed more food, guys. Yeah, gabagool. Hey, it's because then, like, it's Christmas. <laughs> I gotta give him a gift. And it's like, he, he loves race cars, so I got him a fucking. <laughs> I, got him a, I got him a little race car bed. Yeah, I got him a, I got him a twin bed. sized race car bed. And I know that his girlfriends are gonna like him. <laughs> They're gonna think he's super cool. Super cool, yeah. Oh god, I don't like that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't I think like it's that at I all. think it's okay to make fun of pedophiles because fuck pedophiles. But imagine he brings home your husband is friends with a pedophile, right? A distant friend with a pedophile. He brings home like casserole from Thanksgiving. There's gonna be a little bit like the pedophile make that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna be like. I don't know if I want to eat this. I don't know if just... I want to eat. Th I don't know if the pedophile touched this. <laughs> you gotta get the. You gotta get gloves on and put it in the trash. You know, don't want any of the pedophile germs. <laughs> it's like you know. Yeah, because fuck it. Fuck shit. that guy. Yeah. Fuck. Jesus. Uh, pedophiles around this casserole. Uh, the only thing in my uh, fridge. Fucking. Uh, I don't want to cook. <laughs> <laughs> Let's order out tonight. <laughs> But there's casserole in the fridge, honey. I'm getting a pizza. I'm gonna I order pizza. Listen, you can have the casserole, but I like, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look at you differently. You're doing more work being You're a centrist about yeah. a pedophile <laughs> than you are just yeah. being like, don't feel like it. <laughs> I don't want to deal with that. Don't want to deal with pedophiles. So I'm not gonna fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just happy that I came up with uh, the race car bed is gonna make is gonna impress his girlfriend. <laughs> sometimes when we make jokes about people i go that's a little mean and i did that now and i'm like no it's not, it's not. <laughs> fuck that fuck that or like i hope people aren't saying like are you making light about pedophilia no i'm making no, fun of a pedophile we're making fun of a pedophile people. big difference preemptively getting mad over things yeah. that probably aren't gonna happen people are smart god <sighs> pedophilia is bad guys
Yeah, that's hard our stance. opinion on it. Hard stance. Hard stance for us. Pedophilia is oh bad. Oh my god, I'd take my fucking ponytail <laughs> out for that one. Jesus, just any more <laughs> pressure on the fucking skull is gonna kill me. Well, I got pressure on you to read your story. Yeah, but first we solved it. We did. All right, second off, I got a story. <laughs> I don't remember this one. I gotta be real with you guys. Skimmed all these. <laughs> Skimmed all these. Gotta be real with you guys. Don't you know gotta read them. them. I know, I, I did read them, but I forgot them all, so this is gonna be interesting for all of us. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. My first story of the night will come to us from Anonymous. She, her. Ooh, NPR voice. Am I the asshole expecting too much from my husband? Let's see. (laughs) I doubt it. Am I the asshole slash expecting too much? Me, 28, and my spouse, male 30, have recently separated. We have two kids, two and three years, but still live together. Parentheses, housing crisis stuff. Am I right? I feel that, yeah. <laughs> so part of the reason why I chose the story is there's going to be a lot of like, parentheses. Right? Yeah, Yay, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. But we're good friends and have managed to keep our friendship intact. <laughs> However, I'm getting real tired of his shit. They put a shit emoji, by the way. <laughs> he's filthy to live with. Parentheses, he's gotten better, but still unable to fully clean up after himself. Mm. I.e. uses snotty Kleenex everywhere with every cold, him leaving the high chairs chunky, etc. And uses his ADHD as to why he can't keep things clean. Parentheses, he knows I have it too. And most importantly, he's completely checked out with the kids. I know I'm on my phone too often when I'm with them, but with him, it's 24-7. He'll often be so engrossed with his iPhone games that he regularly doesn't hear the kids ask for for food or help or need to be changed. He will also regularly sit outside their play area in his own little corner where they can't interact and reach him and play his games when it's his, quote, turn to watch the kids. I have told him I don't like such I'm not comfortable with him and not interacting with the kids while he watches them. I'm currently a stay-at-home mom and a student, and he works 9 to 5 a weekday office job. I asked him to be more involved with the kids. If the kids get up extra early, he'll start the morning with them because I look after them during the night so he can be rested for work. Hmm. Then after he gets home from work, he'll let me have some time to myself and that we'd give each other, quote, days off on the weekends. From sunup to sundown, we do whatever you want, sleep in, get weed, whatever. Mm-hmm. However, he's suddenly picked up a second night shift job since I've asked more of him. And while we do need the money, but and while we do need the money, now he's too tired to help. This job is also out of out of town on top of having really erratic scheduling, so we're currently spending more on gas than he makes. He's told me he hates the job hates a job and is going to quit next Friday for multiple weeks now. I'm getting more and more frustrated, burnout, and upset. I feel like he's just outright avoiding having to take care of the kids, and that's the only reason why he's keeping this job. I can no longer hide the fact that I'm upset with him and he just keeps gets defensive and angry right back. I know he's going to throw through a lot right now, too, but I'm not sure I want to live with him or be friends at this point. Am I expecting too much? So, okay. I mean, ADHD is one thing, you know, and it could be difficult for him to do those things because of ADHD. That's true. That is true. But you got to be able to communicate about you are communicating your needs and all it sounds like he's just being like, ah, ADHD next week. Like he's not really putting in any effort even to communicate with you, which yeah, if he does legitimately have problems doing that because of his ADHD, he has to be like, I really do have trouble doing this very specific thing because of my ADHD. He Let's figure out figure how, out to, how solve to deal it. with it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, full disclosure, I've had, a, I got ADHD and I got diagnosed with it recently. Yeah. Uh, but for months I've definitely been like, uh, suffering more and more from it. Yeah. And it's definitely impacted like, um, 
uh, pretty much every single aspect of my life. You know, the relationship, yeah. working on the podcast, yeah. fucking working my old job and the new job I'm at now. Uh, yeah. It hasn't been affected by it yet, but that's also because it's scheduled. Uh, but like, yeah, no, like it's it was hard and like I didn't do anything about it for like months. Yeah. And there was a boiling point where I needed to fucking do it. So I yeah. finally got it done. It took like a month, but, you know, I'm finally on some meds and they haven't kicked in yet. No, <laughs> you like literally, you just started it like, like two days ago, three days ago. Yeah. yeah. But like, I don't know, there has to be a little bit of effort on just, just a little part. bit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, having any mental illness, like having a partner with any mental illness, which ADHD is not a illness. It's a, it's a disorder. Yeah. But um, like, you know, if somebody had, you were with a partner that had depression, fucking they're depressed, right? And it is hard for them to clean up after themselves or to get out of bed or to do things, to put effort into things. But they also have to try. Yeah. There is there is a level where you do have to try. It doesn't have to be that you have to be a perfect person. Oh, no, of course not, no. No, but you do have to try a little bit. A little bit, yeah. And I don't know, I feel like you're getting... <laughs> Taking just, the like, extra job doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little... And I, I kind of wonder if the job even is real. You know what I mean? That is, conspiracy theory, yeah. That's right, my like, that's my woman crazy speak on the inside. You know, it's like he's just going and fucking somebody else. Yeah, right. Because I don't know, he's like way too kind of closed off and like defensive about the defensive, why keep yeah. the job if it's you're losing money on gas on gas. Yeah, like I don't know. At that point, it's it, no financial reason. There has to be some other reason. There, that he yeah, you this need job. to find a closer job to do if you want to have a second night job. Go it should ahead. at least be close at night, yeah. But even then, it's an. I think in general, like without the ADHD, without anything attached to it, I think in general, women and men in a heterosexual relationship, a woman often thinks like, "Well, okay, I have to get the kids to. I have to do this, blah blah blah," and they're thinking ahead. And then a husband is just kind of doing what he wants to right now, hmm. or like you know, he's waiting for the woman to tell him go take care of the kids but he doesn't realize that that is his the woman is doing so much more emotional labor and he thinks he's doing his part if he does the thing not that mm. it's what's really killing their relationship is that he's not thinking on the same level as the woman about her mm. like he doesn't think oh she's taking care of the kids all day so you know what i'll come home and say hey don't worry about the kids go draw yourself a bath or something or Go even a step further. I'll already draw the bath. You know? Yeah, right. I know that she, I know her. I know that she wants that. I know that she needs that, but she's not going to want to do it unless the kids are taken care of. So I'm going to work to a level where I can show her I take care of the kids good enough that she can trust me with the kids. And I'm just going to take them and she'll go take a bath and we'll both be on the same level. But sometimes, and, and I see it very often. <laughs> Certain like toxic men will be like, women don't tell me what they want. Women will just kind of blah, 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 blah. And it's like, no, it's because your brain is on radio silence and her brain is going like haywire because you're not even putting in a little effort to think. And she thinks she has to do it all because otherwise it's not going to get done. That's what's going to ruin the relationship. Yeah. But ADHD makes that doubly as hard because she's constantly thinking because she has ADHD and he's just like constantly thinking about random crap and yeah. not about the family or, you know. Gotta play Candy Crush. Yeah, exactly. I gotta play well, fucking whatever. Diaper Schmipers. Gotta play that Candy Crush, you know what I'm saying? 
But it has gotten to a bad level. It's gotten to a pretty bad level where the kids are getting kind of <laughs> neglected. left out and ne- neglected. Yeah, yeah so a like, um, yeah, by no, him, not by, by him, you. not you. Yeah, you're you're doing all right, but like fucking yeah, yeah. No, it's it's uh, it's it's awful. And I'm sorry, you're not the asshole. You're not expecting too much. No, you're expecting no, no. you're the father of two kids to be a father. Yeah, there's there's a level of competency that needs to yeah. Exist. So I don't know. Yeah, I think it's a communication issue. I think it's um, I think it's a fly on Sarah's mic issue. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> That's my ADHD. Yeah. yeah Did you get him? I don't know. <laughs> fuck. Get out of the studio, everybody. But no, okay. fucking no. But yeah, no. Um. <laughs> I don't, how do you feel about this? Because you know, uh, I think he's a pussy that needs to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I get it. I mean, I get somewhat his his side, but also right. like, I don't think I was ever that bad. <laughs> Was I ever that bad? Well, it would be different if we had kids. It would be different. That's true. You know? Yes. It would just be different. Yeah, but like, yeah, no, we, since we don't have kids, we're not. That's a responsibility. All that really affects me is my work and uh, cleaning. (laughs) Yeah, and our relation, and I don't mind a messy house either, you know what I mean? But like, no, for sure, it's like, um, it is difficult, but I think, yeah, there needs, if, if, I guess if you can push him to get fucking help because like if he, if he has a job that has insurance fucking take advantage of it if he get on something you know this is assuming he hasn't had help already if he does then don't make sure uh, that he, yeah he's still on whatever help he yeah. like yeah he's still getting it uh but yeah i don't know tell him to quit that second job if it's not worth the money and if he wants a second job to yeah. do something closer and if you can you know continue to be like hey i need more from you to make this relationship work and if he continues to be like my adhd ask him what are you doing to manage your adhd because this isn't working yeah so like are you telling me that i need to lower my expectations of you because that's not happening their bare minimum already yeah so and then if he says well i can't meet the bare minimum then you say well then we're not going to be together yeah and that's the that's the consequence i'm gonna go out and find someone who is the bare minimum yeah. That's it. Hmm. That's it. No, I agree 100%. Yeah. Solved it. Solved it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dog. I think it's you. It's a you, Mario. It's a me. I saw a tweet that was like, every time I see uh, my girlfriend's tits, I go, wahoo! Or yippee! <laughs> <laughs> God, alright, alright, fucking... <laughs> Enough with the fucking jokes, Sarah. <laughs> oh, I have to do my joke thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's for Patreon, right? I'll do it next time. Okay, next time. I didn't really write that Oh, yeah, we're supposed to do Barbarian, too. Ah, oh, we didn't do that. Yeah. Fuck that. All right, this is from Anonymous She, Her. I didn't bother writing a title because I'm lazy. God damn it. So I've had a pretty bad relationship with my dad for most of my life. Ever since I started puberty and started forming my own thoughts and opinions, I've been demoted from the quote-unquote favorite... I'm the youngest of four sisters, daughter. When I was 12 to 13, all my sisters had moved out and I started living alone with my parents and me and my dad started fighting and arguing a lot. For a couple of years, basically the only conversations I had for him were at the dinner table and even then we would argue. My mom was the only one I could find comfort with. Us sisters and my mom have all been treated badly by him and have had lots of hurtful experiences. Last year, I was finally able to move out to study at university, and it's been really nice. Hmm. When I visit home, I try—I sp- usually try spending as much time with my mom and sisters as possible. 
and tolerate one-on-one time with my dad when I have to. Lately, I've noticed that my dad will randomly show me what he thinks is affection. Today, I woke up to a text from him, which is rare in itself, saying that he actually wanted to come visit me in my dorm today, which is four and a half hours away. What? All right. But that my mom said I was too busy with exams. This made me super anxious, as a surprise visit from my dad is the most awkward and stressful thing I can imagine. Yeah, that's not great. I quickly told him that my mom was right and that they should visit me after exams together in June. He then texted back saying he misses me and that June is such a long time to wait. Weird. I I feel like you could have tried more a little bit. Earlier. Yeah. Yeah. But... I've never in my 20 years of living heard my dad say he misses me, and it made me physically cringe. I told him that him and mom would could always call me if they wanted, which he didn't respond to. Getting affection from my dad makes me so uncomfortable and anxious. What should I do if he suddenly wants to spend more time together and mend our relationship? So you've graduated. Oh, okay, you graduated. You've graduated from father yelling at you all the time. To your parent yelling at you all the time to parent suddenly wants you to hang out with them. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. He's gotta apologize. Yeah, he's gotta yeah. You like, gotta tell him like, yo, I don't feel comfortable hanging out with you. Yeah, you know, I feel like we're gonna fight. I feel like we're gonna like, Yeah, I don't know. I think um when a child says to a parent, I don't really feel comfortable doing one on one time with you. It's the parents' fault. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, it's not your fault. Their entire world, from the minute they were born <laughs> to now, has been you. And they and they didn't dropped it. Like they dropped you. that ball. Yeah. <laughs> now they don't like you. So now, you yeah, did now you're like wrong. <laughs> so yeah, no, like fucking um, yeah, it's not on you then. To- Sometimes parents think that they can treat their children however the fuck they want, and then when they're adults, they demand. To be loved and respected. And that's just not how it is. Because <laughs> yeah, it's not like, how yeah, it you is. Can't just, you can't just fuck up for 18 years. Send your fucking kick your kid out to college. Because imagine be like, if you did that with anyone else. With a friend. for 18 years. 18 like days. Like 18 hours. If you hours. fucked around on a friend. If the, every time you spoke to your friend for 18 years you had an argument. You're not friends. No. And then you're like, why won't you hang out with me? Why aren't we going to fucking, why aren't we going to fucking the bar together, bro? Because I hate you. <laughs> yeah, so I don't you know? know. Just yeah, because no, it's your it's, dad. Doesn't mean, yeah, uh, respect is earned, you know, and that yeah. applies to your parents. So fucking, yeah, if you don't respect your dad, if you have no reason to respect your dad, fucking not, no, no harm, no foul. Fuck that guy. Yeah. If you're always arguing, you don't have to, yeah, set up a boundary of like, hey, don't, no surprise visits. Fucking, yeah, you need to tell you me, when, to you're tell me when you're coming over. And yeah. And you, I need more, uh, honestly, anyone. I need more effort. Yeah, you can do this with anyone, yeah. Well, I mean, like, no. This no, is- no, 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 no. I mean, like, if I live four and a half hours away from my family, and any one of my family was like, oh, I'm going to see you today, I would freak out. We'd be in the car I going four and a half hours notice. the opposite way of wherever they are. Please give me advanced notice. That is respectful. Yeah, that's pretty respectful. Yeah. And it's disrespectful to not do that. Yeah. And he, uh, surprise visits are kind of uh, meh. You need to give them like, you know, um, everybody loves Raymond. Mm. 
it was sort of a joke that Raymond's Italian mother lived across the street and would just barge in, you know? Oh, yeah. And Raymond's wife was like, why does she have to do this all the time? Because it's disrespectful. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's, it's, it's an overbearing mother. It's an overbearing thing to do. Yeah, just come in and act like your property is theirs. Yeah. Yeah. But no, yeah, no, fuck, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. And then also him kind of manipulating you and saying, like, it's a long time. I really, I'm really sad. Oh, I'm so sad. You can wait. You're an adult. Are yeah. you dying? Are you, di- are you going to die next week? You should just tell me then. Tell me that and I'll sh- come visit you. Yeah. I'll visit you. You shouldn't be coming to me with your fucking whatever's wrong with what, you. Like, do you have cancer? Yeah. What's like, going on? So Jesus. yeah, no, fucking, um, yeah, no, it's not on you. Yeah, it, I don't know. I wouldn't know how to handle that either. Yeah, Complete, either. like, withholding of affection and then just, like, 100, zero to 100. <laughs> yeah, that's a little sus. That's a little, that's some sus behavior. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, it's not on you. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry you have to deal with that shit. Yeah. Dude. It's not fun. Solved it though. We did solve it though. Legally? Yeah. Legally solved. Sometimes you gotta set boundaries with your parents. It's not fun. This next story comes to us from Anonymous. Anonymous! She, her. Oh, fuck. Am I the asshole for ghosting my friend of five years? My friend Allison and I met in college in our freshman year. I have always been able to make friends easily and had a great freshman year getting to know others in my program and making tons of friends, including Allison. After our freshman year, we became roommates. Mm -hmm. I noticed that many of the friends I had in my freshman year had started to pull away from me. So to catch up with them, I decided to throw a party and host it with Allison at our house and invite everyone in our year. Not many people showed up, but I shrugged it off and tried to enjoy my time with the guests that did. As the party went on, I heard guests discussing out loud which other party or event they were going to leave my party for. I didn't know how to respond to it, so I tried to ignore it and moved on from my flop party. The rest of the year went on, and Allison and I would hang out and do homework casually on campus and then go home together and do our own thing. Over time, I noticed that I was getting hard for me to find groups to work with on assignments, and my entire degree was mostly group projects. But I don't ever remember getting into disagreements with others or causing problems, or even getting a bad mark on group projects. I started to feel really insecure and wasn't getting invited to anyone's parties despite not having any drama with people. After feeling left out for left out during my sophomore year, I decided to take a year off to work and pay off debt. At one point while we lived together, Allison expressed that she had feelings for me, but I told her that I was only interested in being friends and was not attracted to her. Okay. She accepted that and nothing was awkward after. I later moved out of the house because we weren't on the same page about cleaning and I needed a tidier space. I didn't want to live with her to wreck our friendship. After all, she had been there for me during multiple breakups and our other stressful times. Okay. Fast forward a couple years, I was a lot uh, I was a lot happier not being her roommate and occasionally going over to her house. She started dating a girl named Sam who moved in with her after only a few months. I noticed when I was going over for visits, the house was becoming more messy to the point where you could smell animal poop and garbage from outside the front door. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. And you could barely navigate safely around the house. Mm. Sam had moved in with over 20 pets, many of which were exotics. It became obvious to me that Sam was a hoarder and also hoarded animals. Oh, no. I was concerned for Allison because she started talking about having to take Sam to the injured for getting injured in the house often and being constantly broke from having to pay for Sam's groceries and antibiotics for all the infections the pets were getting. Wow. I felt that Sam was really taking advantage of Allison. I tried to point out nicely to Allison, but Allison got defensive. I tried to point it out nicely, but Allison got defensive and condescending with me about it. So, I stopped going for visits, and Allison and I would just chat online. 
I started to get exhausted interacting with her because all she ever talked about after a while was how tired or broke she was, but never seemed to be self-aware actively addressing the root of why she was tired or broke or overwhelmed. Oh my god. I tried to overlook it because I didn't want to be an unsupportive friend. At one point during the pandemic, I had done a lot of self-discovery and realized that I was pansexual. Okay. I confided in her about this, and I immediately felt uncomfortable because her response was, Oh, awesome. You know I'm poly, right? As if this was now an opportunity for her to pursue a friendship with me after all these years. Weird. It's very weird. I had always already told her a long time ago that I was not interested in her like that. I felt objectified instead of supported for my identity. Yeah. I started to get anxious every time I saw she had sent me a message after that. Then one night a few months later, I went to a bonfire party with one of my friends was hosting, and he had invited some of my old classmates. I was excited to catch up with them, so I went. I had a few drinks and it felt daring enough to ask one of them why I stopped getting invited to things and getting left out. Yeah, I'm interested for that. Yeah. She said that I was well liked and people wanted to invite me to things. But because Allison was so attached to me and we seemed to be such good friends, nobody invited me because they didn't want Allison oh also to show up. Oh my god. Wow. So I asked, why didn't people like Allison? And she explained that people felt really uncomfortable with Allison because she used to hit on everyone. Every time she would ask someone to go out with her and then be rejected, she would just move on to the next person, and it seemed like she was just looking for anyone to sleep with her. I felt really horrible and confused. I felt guilty for being mad that my friendship with Allison had cost me tons of other friendships and fun experiences. Wow. That on top of the feeling of feeling objectified by her after coming out made me want to stop being friends with her. I wanted to confront Allison, but I remember that in the past, she doesn't take criticism well and responds defensively and gets condescending. So, I ghosted her. After a few weeks of not hearing from me, she frantically started to message me on other platforms I forgot to block her on, and instead of responding, I would just block her on those ones. At one point, she said she was going to show up at my house to see if I was okay, and even messaged my mom on Facebook about me. I haven't talked to her since ghosting her. I feel bad, and I often wonder if I owe her an explanation, even if my reasons are justified. Am I the asshole for ghosting her? No. Next story, because, um, <coughs> this is the problem with college. <laughs> All right, this is the problem with college. All right, Sarah, convince me to drop out right now. I'm going to go and withdraw from my classes, because. <laughs> I've known people in college that are weird, that everyone knows are weird, because they do the same thing. They hit on everyone. Yeah. Usually it's, I mean, in my experience, it was a guy with, like, the entire girl student body of the music department. <laughs> Hell yeah. He would like half ass girls out. And the and girls would say yes. And then he would like move on to the next one. Like he was just practicing. <laughs> <laughs> was I'm going I'm like going next, baby. Crazy. And then we were all like, this guy is fucking weird. <laughs> What's so weird about and asking out a bunch of random girls and then being told yes and then being and like then leaving. fucking later? <laughs> So then, out of here. Which is, it's funny now, but like I remember being extremely creeped out because then you know, girls talk to each other. Duh. Whoa, what? <laughs> uh oh. And then you know, one time, one girl was like, "Hey, do you know this guy?" And I'd be like, "Yeah," because I had a crush on him at that time because he half-assed me out, mm-hmm. and I was down for anything. And uh, fucking. She goes, uh, yeah, he kind of asked me out, but I don't know. He didn't say like a date or a time. 
And I was like, that happened to me. And then we found that he did that to everyone, including girls that had boyfriends. Wow. Oh, yeah. I remember the story. Yeah. Yes. So, um. So we were like, what a creep. And fucking the dudes continued to hang out with that guy. But it made it so that, like, I didn't want to hang out with any of them either. <laughs> like, freaks. But we should have told him, like, what's wrong with this guy? Hmm. You know, yeah, there should have sure. been more communication. Like, like fucking... <sighs> that's wild. But I get it, because it's not on us, really. It should be the guys yeah, that be... are like, oh, that guy's weird. That They're guy's not going to associate don't... with him. Yeah. You know? But, like, also, like, how could you know that she was running around asking everybody out... Yeah, hitting like, on everyone and being weird because no one was really telling you about it. But like, and no one was warning and you. You but weren't like, gonna know. It just happened to you too, and you were like, "That's weird." That's weird. And then yeah, you go to one thing, and then everyone's like, "Oh yeah, that happened to me too." Yeah, and, and I don't know. Like, also, in LGBTQ spaces, a lot of times your friends are the people that you've hit on before in the past because there are not very many, you know, LGBTQ people in the community. Yeah. So <laughs> fucking, you know you want to be with a community but you also like you there's not enough people where you can be like this is my friend and we've never hit on each other <laughs> that's true yeah it's just so, not enough so yeah. i don't judge you for that at all i don't know yeah i don't know once it gets to the point though where she's messaging your mother and trying to find out that's come to your crazy house, town that's crazy people shit and she has a, a lack yeah. of boundaries yes that is well chronic. what about asking you know i'm polly right is a lack of boundary what what's about that is uh yeah, and there's nothing wrong with being poly. No, not at all. Then but I, I think nothing at all. Yeah, but I think if your first reaction to someone telling you, "Oh, hey, I think I'm pansexual. I think I like everybody." Yeah, I'm fucking open. Right, I'm available. Let's go right now. You and me. That's a little creepy. Yeah, Let's especially since you know coming out is such an emotional thing. And then yeah, to be like, oh, so you want to fuck? <laughs> yeah, like why? What, what? Like the only reason that you're telling me this is because you, you want to have, have sex, sex with me. me. Which is... You want to have sex with this, baby? Fucking yeah, let's go. Like, even if it's some not... narcissist shit, man. Well, it's like, even if it's not fucking doing that consciously, you're kind of sexualizing... Um, Pan people, bi people. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you're not consciously thinking that, it's just like, oh, this no, is the perfect still, segue into sexual. me having sex with you. Yeah. It's, you know, fucking... Nah. <laughs> not about it. <laughs> Especially, yeah, especially since you've already said no. I'm yeah, you already said no fam. before, yeah. And if it has changed, you will make that You would make it clear, apparent. but no. It, clearly it's not apparent, so yeah, there's no reason to be like, nice. I don't yeah, know. I feel bad for those animals. I do feel bad for those animals, yeah. Hoarding animals animal is control. terrible. Yeah, animal you should get animal dog. control fucking all, all up in there, dog. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's Jesus pretty crazy. Christ. Jesus. Just, uh, that person just sounds like... Uh, a mess. <laughs> yeah, pretty big mess. Pretty big mess. But you know what's not a mess? Solving it. Solving it. This is from Ed. He him. Sweet. Am I the asshole for not inviting my best friends to someone else's party? All right. Okay. All right. Let's, let's see. Okay. So here are the main characters of the story: me, eighteen male, my two ex best friends, Rachel, nineteen female, and Bernie, seventeen she they. We had been friends for about three years. Now, the night this all went down, I was at my friend Jay's 18 female birthday party. One of our friends, Goldie, 17 non-binary, had been invited to this party. They lived out of state and were just down to attend this party. Rachel and Bernie weren't invited because this was a different friend group of mine, which included my now ex. 
who Rachel and Bernie both adamantly expressed their dislike of. Okay, all right, so... Later into the night, I received a text from Rachel asking if I was with Goldie. I explained that, yes, I was with Goldie at Jay's party. She then asked me why I didn't tell her and Bernie that they were in town. I was a little taken aback by this question because I wasn't quite sure what them knowing Goldie was in town was going to achieve. I explained that I was wrapped up in the shenanigans of the party and that I was focusing on making sure that Jay was having a good time. Rachel said that she was upset that I didn't tell her and Bernie that Goldie was in town. Now, at this point, I'm starting to have a panic attack because I have really bad anxiety and trauma around losing friends. Mm. I started pulling out all the stops. I said that I would drive Goldie to come see them, that we could work out a plan for them to see Goldie tomorrow. But she kept saying, no, that's not going to work. I feel like that's a red flag. That's a little bit, yeah, like just being like, no. I hate that. I hate when it's like, I'm sorry, I upset you. Can this work? And then they're like, no, No. you fucked up. Yeah, no, that's ridiculous. Yeah, no. Nine times out of ten, if you do fuck up. Irreversible damage. Right. Nine (laughs) times out of ten, the shit that you fuck up is not irreversible. Yeah, you could find a solution if you just like talked it out. Yeah, right? Shit. But no, nah, never. I hadn't invited them to come over to see Goldie because it wasn't my place, and also I didn't want my ex to feel uncomfortable because they knew that Rachel and Bernie didn't like them. Also, it was 10 p.m. So yeah, I get that. Yeah. The next morning, it turns out that Rachel and Bernie couldn't have even seen Goldie because they left early the next morning. I talked it through with my friends at, at their party and mustered up the courage to send the two a text. I told them that I wasn't Goldie's manager and that if they wanted to see them, then they should have asked Goldie themselves. Keep in mind, these two hadn't reached out to Goldie in months. Oh, so... (laughs) Yeah, so fuck off. Causing drama for no reason. Accused me of lying, saying that I knew Goldie was going to be there when I didn't. I told them that I only knew that Goldie was there when I arrived. Yeah, so then... They expressed more frustration with me, and I caved a little and said that I thought it was an unrealistic expectation but I would tell them if Goldie was in town in the future. For the next few months, Rachel and Bernie continuously hung out without me. Oh, fucking cool. Nice. (laughs) Sweet. Awesome, guys. Yeah. Which was odd for us. Usually we would hang out as a trio unless one of uh, us couldn't make it, but we were always all invited. It's not odd. It's hypocritical. Get that that right. It is a little, yeah. Yeah. I sent three apologies to them saying I wasn't angry, but I felt like they were frustrated and I just wanted to know why. The first time they said everything was fine. The second time Bernie said everything was fine, but Rachel said that Bernie was upset about something. And finally, the last time they said they wanted to meet in person, which made me deeply uncomfortable because I knew they would double team me. Yeah, it's kind of weird to be <laughs> both, both of you be like, all right, we got to meet in public and uh, yeah, like uh, just... we're both going to sit across the table from you and... We're going to tell you you everything you do wrong. Yeah, Yeah, no, I'm good. I don't need that. But we never saw each other until my birthday. (laughs) They made my birthday a living hell. After I opened all my presents, we ate my birthday cake. It was my favorite pie, lol. Ah, nice. And chilled for a bit. Rachel said that she was hungry, despite just eating, and said we should go out for pizza. And I know this is weird. Yeah. But I hate pizza. Asshole, asshole, asshole. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No. no, it's okay. No, you're fine. I fucking but, get um, it. I hate tomato sauce and cheese. They actively knew I hated pizza and they suggested it anyway. I didn't want to be a dick, so I said, yeah, that's fine. In the car, they blasted music on- only they liked, and it caused me to become very overstimulated. I have anxiety, as I mentioned, and ADHD, 
So loud noises were the one way to get me overstimulated easily. Oh, so they're ableist too. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, pretty, it seems pretty targeted. Pretty targeted. I, I don't know. So far, we're two for two on doing shitty things in this car. So uh, And also inviting you to pizza and then blasting music. Awful. I started getting a headache and kept asking for them to turn it down, but Rachel kept turning it back up. We finally reached the town we wanted and started longboarding, and in my case, rollerblading, because I let my other friend borrow my board. Oh, that's nice. We eventually reached the pizza place, and it was fucking closed. Instead of being flexible and eating at the Figuero's across, uh, fig, figuros? I don't know, across the street, the they decided that we should go back into a different town. Now, I have a stomach condition. If you haven't caught on now, by now, I'm not a very healthy individual, and the pie <laughs> was causing me pretty excruciating pain. I had to sit down every couple of blocks so that I could recover a little. Yeah, that's very, I get that. Same. Burping this whole podcast because we had fucking Taco Bell earlier. Hell yeah. <sighs> but yeah, sorry. Long story short, Bernie and Rachel never noticed I was in pain, despite literally everyone noticing. We end up at a food truck place. I impulsively eat something, get even worse stomach pain, and beg everyone to go back to my house. Now, this entire time, Rachel and Bernie were isolating themselves and didn't even come back to eat at our table. When we get back to my house, they hurriedly say goodbye and leave, even though I had more planned for us. Wow, Jesus. Months after, Rachel and Bernie continued to hang out without me. And after about three months, I unfollowed them on everything, not maliciously, but because it was genuinely detrimental to my mental health to see them all the time without me. Yeah. Like a month after, Rachel Snapchats me, which will come into play later, saying, so I guess we're not really friends anymore? Like, bitch, whose fault <laughs> yeah, is that? It's not my fault. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> you didn't talk to me. Fucking stabbing someone. Who fucking... Why'd you, are you why stabbed? are you in pain? You can't, like, hang out yeah, with me? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I told her that as I've seen her make no effort to continue our friendship, no, I guess not. She then starts finding every little... She then starts finding every little thing I've ever done wrong... She tells me I was a dick for making my birthday party on Easter because I knew she was religious. Who the fuck celebrates? That's a fucking nerd. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you can celebrate but without yeah. a child. Celebrates Easter at night. Yeah, like if you're a Christian, you're celebrating. You're going to like one. You're going morning to morning, mass. yeah, and then you have a nice brunch, and then you go to. You can do whatever you want the rest of the day. What do you? What do you, what you celebrate doing? at night for Easter? We do our nightly Easter egg hunt, actually. We want to make it as hard as possible to find these <laughs> eggs. We want to make sure you fucking earn it. Well, yeah, okay. Well, it gets worse, too. Okay. Uh, I just think that's really funny. I was a little baffled because I had asked everyone if that day worked for them in our group chats, and they all said yes. <laughs> I also literally didn't know it was Easter until the day of because I'm not religious myself. Yeah, so fucking whatever. I told her that if she had just told me that Easter didn't work for her, I would have rescheduled, but I shit you not. She said... Well, friends make sacrifices for each other, Ed. Ah, oh, piss off. Fuck you, you nerd. I brought Jesus. up another solution, which is that our whole friend group hang out without me on Friday night. So clearly that, because so clearly that worked for them. She says something along the line of, uh, we had that planned for a while, even though I'd planned my birthday party about two weeks in advance. Towards the end of our conversation, she says the most out-of-pocket shit. I told her that I felt like the past few months that she and Bernie weren't supportive friends. She spins this into me saying that I thought they weren't supporting me in my transition and fucking weaponizes my transness against me, saying, oh, I've had screaming matches against my family for you. 
and I have to fight tooth and nail for them to respect you. I don't, um, listen, I think it's good to fight for trans people, but if you're using that against a trans person... It's making it seem like it's the trans person's fault for being trans. And also it makes it seem like you look at the trans person like a commodity. Or like a burden. <laughs> or like a burden, or like like points in like your weird social justice, like... yeah. Like, I'm only friends with you to make it seem like I'm cool with trans people. You right. know what I mean? And it's like, bitch, actually, you're just fucking mean. If you're coming out of the gate being like, I do all the shit for you, you better fucking respect it. You're just rude and mean yeah. as a person. It does, and The transness has nothing to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, I was just done. I told her that I never asked her to do that, and she can't weaponize my transness because she can't understand what I'm saying because she chose to have this conversation on a site that literally erases what you say. Yeah. She gives a half-ass apology, uh, and the conversation basically ends there. Now, I want to point out that Bernie never reached out to me after my birthday, and that the two of them were borderline verbally abusive to me during our relationship, Everything I did was wrong. The movies I liked were stupid. My music was awful. Not any worse than theirs, lol. They would constantly make fun of me by saying stuff like, oh, are you going to cry when I was sad after they would pretend to hate me? Wow. What dicks, actually. Yeah, no, yeah, you should not be friends with them. You, yeah. Yeah. They did this because I had a panic attack in front of them because I thought they were upset with me. So yeah, no matter how I play this in my mind, I can't understand why they hated me so much. I don't know if I did something other than the whole Goldie situation, but they never mentioned anything else. So am I the asshole? No. No. And I'm so sorry that I'm you think sorry. you did anything wrong. No, you wrong. did nothing wrong. You did nothing wrong. They you, never were your friends. They were never your friends. No. Yeah. No. I've had like, and I don't know why these girl groups form. You know what I mean? And I mean, you know, you're a man. I'm not saying that you're a girl. I'm sorry. But I don't know why these like friendship groups form. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I've had friends like this before where it's just like, <sighs> these girls don't like you. Yeah. They just don't like being your friend. They yeah, just, your but friend, they yeah. hang out with you for no reason. Other than to abuse you. Like, like they like... really, really want you to show up. But then while you're there and you say anything, they're like, fuck you for being weird. For not yeah. being exactly like me. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. No, there's literally it's real it's pretty cut and dry, I feel like. This Yeah. There's no evidence that you're an asshole because you've tried to communicate with them. They don't give a shit about communicating with you. They've also they, they've also like purposely gone against you for being trans or having ADHD, for having anxiety and triggered every single thing possible. Which seems those... purposeful and it was on your birthday too. I'm sorry, it is purposeful. No, there's no way it's not because yeah. like if they're lowering it just to bump it up again an extra few decimals, well, you know. While you're saying please turn it down. Yeah, no, that's pretty I don't know. If you're drowning and you ask someone to help you drowning and they decide to put you underwater a little bit more, I feel like it's pretty purposeful. I'm pretty like okay so if rachel's parents are so transphobic that she has to have screaming matches to have a trans friend i'm pretty sure she's a little bit transphobic you know what i mean yeah yeah i don't know why would you bring that up to to your trans friend like i, I, I... right that's the thing it's like yeah i don't know it's the cis allies you know what i mean yeah and that's why that's why in my head i'm kind of like it's for it's for cool points or whatever yeah it's for, i'm it's actually transphobic but, but i'm gonna pretend I, to be an ally so that i get cool points 
But when the Holocaust happens, kick him off. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, like, it's it's not, it's... For whatever reason, they just didn't like you. Yeah, and that's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's their fault for for treating you like shit, man, and I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking just, sorry, I'm dude. Yeah. It sucks ass. It does suck ass. It really feels bad, because it feels like, like, and I've been in these friendships before, feels like you're a bad person because yeah, everybody is reacting you to you like, yeah. in a way that makes you feel like a bad person. Yeah, because you can't be this perfect fucking person for them, you know? Like One time I said the word labyrinth, or no, I said the word labyrinthian. I was like, yeah, it's pretty labyrinthian. Like, you know, it's hard to find whatever. Mm-hmm. And my friend group went, okay, Sarah, like that's a word. Oh, so you just have idiot friends then. Is that what- yeah, they were all fucking stupid. But like, I wasn't like, you guys are fucking stupid all the time. There was no reason to hate me. I yeah. was just walking around being like, yeah, like one. I exist. And then people were just like <sighs> spitballing you. Like, yeah, like, like fucking nerd. Yeah. And like, but you know, fuck, yeah, no, it's it fucked sucked up. ass. Yeah. It sucks so much ass. One girl started watching The Office way too late, by the way. <laughs> 2016 the office was done it was over yeah she started watching it and she started liking it and she would she would quote it all the time but she wouldn't say it right (laughs) she wouldn't say the quotes right and uh she would say shit like um you know the quote is beats bears battlestar galactica right yes yeah or bears beats battlestar galactica something like that one of those things battlestar galactica comes at the end yeah she would be like, Battlestar Galactica beats and bears. And I was like, that's not That's not what it. it is. You need to see a fucking doctor. Because, <laughs> like, that's so ingrained in the public unconscious. Like, yeah, I think it's bears beats. Yeah, bears beats Battlestar Galactica. I think it is bears beats, yeah. Yeah. It's not beats it's, bears. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's bears beats. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> that sounds more natural. I'm gonna fucking look it up now because I'm. I fucking, know, I'm right? Because now I'm gaslighting yeah, myself. You're gaslighting yourself because you have shitty friends, and that's what's happening to you, listener. You're getting gaslit by your shitty friends. Fuck them. They're just shitty friends. They're shitty friends, probably transphobic, which sucks ass. Well, yeah, and I'm sorry. Fuck them. Yeah, because you shouldn't be defined by your transness, and you shouldn't no, be yeah, like you treated be for the actions you do. You're a person. Yeah, like, you're a human being. Bears. You're a human male. It is Bears Beats Battlestar Galactica because, like, yeah. it's that's the first thing that comes up when. Because you... I I remember the conversation was about bears, and then Dwight starts talking about beats, and then Jim is like, "Bears and beats, two B things, pretty cool." And Dwight goes, "Yeah, like, yeah, Bears Beats Battlestar Galactica," because he also thinks Battlestar Galactica is cool. But I'm like, you know, you don't know what that fucking is. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It just it just tickles a part of me that I hate so much. And it just we were just incompatible friends. Yeah, so like that's the thing. Yeah. So not yeah, you're welcome to your right to like fucking bounce. No, you didn't do shit wrong. Yeah, you didn't do shit anything wrong. They're just miserable people who cause drama for no fucking reason. Yep. And they're going to live with that for the rest of their lives. <laughs> yeah, they are. And you get to fucking laugh at them. They're going to have that problem for the rest of their fucking lives. Hell yeah. Oh. Be glad that you don't. Yeah. And solved it. Solved it. This next story comes to us from Gabby. Gabby! She, her. 
my 22 female best friends, 24 female, she, her, yeah. roommate, 24 female, she, her, may be sociopathic, psychopathic, narcissist, or just a fucking weirdo. Need advice. It's a, a lot of diagnoses. A lot of yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, upon graduating college, I moved to a big city for graduate school, and my best friend, let's call her L. Moved to a different big city for a kick-ass job at an energy drink company. The cost of living in her city is higher than mine, so she had to get roommates. She met her two roommates through a Facebook group, and everything seemed to be going well in the beginning. The roommate in question, let's call her Madison, has lived in the area for a while and is a nurse. And my best friend Elle is very outgoing, extroverted, makes friends super easy, a typical Leo. Of course, she's a nurse. Because Elle is this way and has a, had a couple friends already living there when she moved, she is always going out making on some sort of new adventure and making lots of new friends. This caused some underlying tension between Elle and Madison because, despite Madison living there for longer, she did not have many, if any, real fr- girlfriends and kind of latched onto the other roommate. By the way, the other roommate is pretty neutral. Okay. So although this tension was not a huge deal, deal Elle was always kind of getting passive-aggressive attitudes, looks, and remarks from Madison. Which I am assuming is coming from some place of insecurity and, and or jealousy. Yeah, sounds like it. Me being best friends with Elle and tending to have a harder time making girlfriends, I kind of understood possibly where her roommate was coming from, but that does not justify her behavior. I told Elle this and not to take it personally and just brush it off. At the end of the day, it was uncomfortable, but not the end of the world. Then the first big incident happened. Oof. All of Elle's roommates and her have cars and they share one driveway, but there's a street parking they can use. Because of this one driveway situation, there have been incidents where one roommate's car is blocking another roommate's car from leaving, which can be a bit annoying and a headache for the person to get up and move their car so the other person can leave. Okay. So mid-morning, somewhere around 11, Elle had to leave for an appointment and Madison's car was blocking her car. So Elle went to Madison's room where she was sleeping, woke her up and asked her to move her car if she could just take her keys and move it herself. Madison initially responded by saying, no, I'm napping, and then basically lost it and started yelling at her stuff like, can you not plan better and whatnot? Eventually, Madison got up and moved her car, but did it in a very rude way. Elle was kind of shocked and upset that she would talk to her this way. When she was telling me what happened, I tried to explain that she was probably just cranky after a 12-hour nurse shift and just wanted to sleep in. That's what I would think, too, but... Yeah, my older sister is a nurse, and when I would wake her up on her days off, I would get a similar response, but also that is my sister, who can speak to me like that, that is and true. not some random girl that I live with. Yeah. <laughs> I told her that when she gets home, Madison would probably apologize and just say that she was cranky. My sister always apologized, so I thought everything would be good. <laughs> when Elle got home from work, Madison just gave her the cold shoulder, which upset Elle even more, because she did not want to be spoken to that way and let the situ- situation fizzle away. Yeah. She wanted an apology and to make some sort of schedule so that this incident doesn't ha- doesn't happen again. Mm-hmm. So the very next day, she decides to confront her in a very calm way, basically recapping what happened, letting Madison know that she cannot talk to her like that and that they should come up with some sort of schedule. Madison did not like this, got very defensive and tried to turn the situation on her. She started saying that Elle was lying about her, saying no initially, that Elle was gaslighting her, that Elle had a pattern of never being prepared and that Elle should be the one apologizing to her. Okay. <laughs> The conversation ended up going nowhere and left the already sour situation into a more bitter one. Personally, the gaslighting comment really gets under my skin as weaponizing these kind of terms is not just not okay. Thank you. Yes, I agree. Based. Based. Oh my God. So based. Thank you so much. Yes. As time went on, they just began avoiding each other. Elle in her me time started looking to subleasing possibilities and she does not want to live in an area where she feels uncomfortable. Yeah. 
During this time, Elle started to realize that all of a sudden her internet connection was spotty and sometimes just would not work for her devices. So she called her Wi-Fi company and they told her that her devices had been turned off for internet connection. <laughs> the person in the house in charge of the Wi-Fi was, you guessed no it, shit. Madison. Why? For what? So basically, Madison had gotten on her Wi-Fi app, which only she has access to, and made it so that all of Elle's devices could not use the internet connection. Rightfully so, Elle was pissed because not only did she pay her half of the Wi-Fi bill, but also she works from home sometimes so that her oh bill is impeding her work. At the moment, she has not confronted Madison about this due to how things went the last time she tried to confront her. She has also tried to get access to the app, but has to do that through Madison for some reason. Yeah, because it, Madison, it's Madison's name on the bill. I immediately yeah. knew as soon as she said that her Wi-Fi was spotty. Yeah. Holy shit. Ella has also been able to document all of this stuff. Good. Furthermore, Ella has recently, recently contracted the also novel coronavirus. Oh, good. She is vaxxed and boosted. Also, no one from work nor any of her friends have COVID. So we were pondering where she could have possibly gotten it from. And we both came to a theory that Madison, who works in a hospital, got a COVID patient to cough onto a napkin or something, brought it home with her, and then put that in either an Elle's food or drinks. Okay, how did you conclude that, though? Yes, we know logically this is crazy, but I also would not put it past Madison to do something like this. Okay, 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 but come on, Lynn. (laughs) That's a little That's a little little crazy, come on. But maybe. Maybe, yeah. Doesn't I've also, it die uh, within like 12, like a couple seconds? Uh, I don't remember. So go, Someone Google it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't but, know about yeah. that. Let's see. Okay, so, oh, fuck, I lost my place. God damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just so wild. I That's can't wild deal with theory. that. Oh, man. I've also told Elle to look at all of her other stuff to make sure that nothing else has been messed with. Also, she has a great friend. She also great friends there that have offered to have her stay with them for a bit. But she has COVID, so she can't right now. She is looking into subleasing, but the prices for housing have gone up, so it will be a longer time before she can actually do that. Any advice on how she should go about this in the meantime will be greatly appreciated. I have never really had to deal with a potential narcissist or how to talk to somebody who cannot be wrong and does the most passive aggressive things. Um, Sarah, what do you think about? <laughs> <laughs> narcissism <laughs> Sorry, I got any thoughts say um <laughs> if the wi-fi thing is such a big deal ask her if maybe you should take over the wi-fi bill and see if she pays you back so then at least you can be in control of the wi-fi yeah i guess it's maybe the only thing especially if you work from home because usually jobs uh with working from home they'll pay you for your wi-fi yeah sometimes they will but you yeah. need to have the bill in your, in your name. name yeah so like you know you could probably get away with see if your job does that and then and then if you get paid the whole bill from your wi-fi company scam her out of the half yeah literally <laughs> though, take yes, that money. do that yeah <laughs> but yeah no fucking um no you have to avoid her um yeah um she's fucking crazy you do have to be just vigilant keep all your dishes in your room keep all your pots and pans in your room keep all of the shit that you own in your room find a lock um, for your door if find you can a lock find a for way your to door. yeah uh make sure that you never block her fucking car because she's gonna like tear it open or something yeah <laughs> she's she'll take the key and, and just go with it she'll just take your car yeah you just have to treat this person like they're untrustworthy now because they're, they're not they're, they're not, not trustworthy, trustworthy. Yeah, so what a crazy motherfucker though like yeah i kind i listen i think it is a little far-fetched fetched to be like oh i she don't gave know me COVID. about that yeah but 
Not if I even said, believe you could get COVID from a napkin from a COVID patient. Plus, or like, unless Madison just has COVID. Yeah, Madison could have COVID and brought her home. Yeah, and just is lying about not having COVID. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. that's more plausible than just going. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a fucking vial. I'm gonna. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna break into the biohazard thing. I would. I feel like at that point you go big or go home, right? You yeah, know? for sure. Like I wouldn't trust her to not touch your stuff or you know be shitty about utilities and stuff or like not pay rent or whatever caused you harm you know yeah but that's like wild that's crazy yeah like if literally she, if you had fucking hard ass evidence oh get a security camera oh yeah oh get a security actually camera yeah virus can remain i think it can remain co- okay so in the air three hours okay it, on copper four hours on cup or cardboard up to 24 hours weird and on plastic and stainless steel for up to two to three days really so it can last a while huh it's still far-fetched i think it's still far-fetched but most clothing she probably got covid from the hospital and is asymptomatic and then gave it to you yeah some people are saying it's they're saying that it's possible that covid could last on clothing and shit for like okay 24 so hours maybe even if she didn't get it she had her on clothes or something or yeah scrubs or something. i don't know i don't know how far listen yeah l- listen crazy bitch we know that crazy right? bitch cool that's like that's so wild that's like that's like she needs to be in jail like that's bio that's bioterrorism. That's bioterrorism. Yeah, yeah so um i mean think that if you feel like because you don't like her Go ahead. Yeah, no, fuck her. Fuck whatever. It. Who gives fuck a shit? Her. You don't like I think her. it's that's a really funny. funny. I think it's a that's funny, a funny idea. thing to think for sure. <laughs> I think I think if you're a crazy bitch, right, and you hate your roommate, right? Not you, the the yeah, Mad- whatever her name is. Just in general, yeah. Yeah. Whatever her name is. I don't I don't want to go look Madison? It up. Is, is it Madison or is the friend L? I don't remember. The friend but, is L. So Madison. Madison is the shitty Madison, one. Madison's crazy bitch. So Madison goes, I think I think if you're gonna be a crazy, you're gonna be Madison, right? Yeah. And you're like, I wanna give my roommate that I hate that made me get up in the morning to move my car. I want to give her a disease. I think easier way. I think you would go. I'm going to read the next story now. Yeah, yeah, that's all getting cut out. Good. Uh, Okay, you're not the asshole. You're not. I don't know what to do, though. No, you're not the asshole. What the fuck, (laughs) Josh? I'm sorry. Fucking solved it. it. Solved it, though. That's going to be my censor this episode. That's going to get censored. (laughs) That's fucking crazy. It's gonna be so funny censoring that. <laughs> yeah, this is all gonna be a bleep, bleep the entire bleep, time. Yeah. Yes. And I'm gonna be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> oh my god. Holy shit. Thank you. Solved it again. Solved yeah, it. Solved, solved it. <laughs> That's getting cut. That's getting cut. Or censored. Probably censored would be fun. Censored would be a lot funnier. <laughs> Too hot for TV. Right. Okay, all right, okay. okay. Calm it down. Last story from Sarah. That'll be my story. <sighs> okay, this is uh, from April, she, her. Cool. Am I the asshole for cheating on my boyfriend? Just wait. Okay, all right. Just you're wait. Not, you're off to a really strong start, but not in a way. Just wait. All right. I, 21 female, met my now ex-boyfriend, 34 male. <laughs> When I was 19 and he was 31, about to turn 32, 
Trust me, the age thing will come back later, lol. Of course it is. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I realize in retrospect, I was more lenient and naive of certain things because of the age difference. However, at the time, it seemed redeemable because we worked in the same field and had a lot in common despite the age gap. Throughout the earlier months, we were long distance, both working for the same company across America, and everything seemed fine in our relationship. He called me a soulmate, said I love you super fast, would go on trips with me, get me gifts. It felt like an absolute whirlwind. Uh... One day he sat me down and said he loved everything about me besides one thing. What? What's the one thing? What's the one thing? <laughs> Recently, I had been promoted within the company. I had more qualifications when I started than when he did and was making a lot more money than him. I had never thought about the discrepancy between us financially. Money isn't something I care about generally, but for him, it apparently was everything. <laughs> How dare my younger by like almost fucking 15, 20 years. All right, Alicia, you're perfect. You're young. You're what 19. 11 year but age you make gift? too much money. <laughs> There's no way a fucking someone 11 years younger than me is making more money than me right now. No, no. Just more qualifications. Yeah, she literally has more qualifications. Jesus. He accused me of using my looks and quote-unquote natural sexual attractiveness to make more money. Ah, uh, so you're dating a 4chaner. That's cool. That's pretty epic. 31-year-old <laughs> 4chaner is so pathetic. It's so pathetic to think that for there's a there's a there's a lot of them. I Did know, you know it's that? pathetic. Okay, I tried to shrug off his concerns, but he cold-shouldered me and the conversation was left at that. My response to this was telling him if he wants me to keep affording flights out to see him, he wouldn't say shit about me getting promoted. And this is long distance too? Yeah, he's just mad oh. that you make money in general. More money than him, just in then, general. Because then if she has more money than me, she I could mean, she could get away from me and I wouldn't be good. <laughs> I can't have c total control over you. Okay. What? A few months go by, and at this point, I'm ready to move closer to where he lives. Not just for him, but because I was given another promotion in our company, <laughs> and it was a job I had to move for. He visited my hometown to help me pack up and to come to my goodbye party at a local club. The funny thing here, at the club, there was a VIP table full of porn stars. Ooh. Most of which my boyfriend fully recognized and was drooling over. A wooga. Same though. I mean, yeah, fucking. Well, I'm not the jealous type, but his behavior towards them genuinely creeped me out. I went to the bathroom with my friend and came back to see him hiding in the corner of the club, making making out and grinding on one of the said porn stars. Ooh. Damn. Just fully, well, just fully fucking cheating. Yeah, I'm just right in the open. <laughs> Mind you, we were supposed to fly out to his city where my new apartment was the next morning. Bold move, Bold, bold move. <laughs> Let's see how that plays out. <laughs> <laughs> I changed my plane ticket so I'm not next to him on the flight anymore. Yeah, I mean, if you're making more money, you might as well just get first class and just leave that fucker in coach. You know? That's what I would say, yeah. Get a nice upgrade if you're making that money. Do it. I changed my plane ticket so I'm not next to him on the flight anymore and give him the silent treatment until we inevitably land and I can break up with him. 
at the airport upon landing, we received word of the official pandemic lockdown starting. And because he still lived at home with his family, composed of his elderly parents and his older sister who had multiple children, he didn't want to expose them to a potential virus and announced he would be moving in with me without my input. Oof. 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 I had been really excited about my new place and living alone in a massive apartment. I was now 20 and was proud of myself for doing so well at work. I wanted to say no, but I didn't want to make his family vulnerable, and he assured me it would be one to two months tops. That did not happen, did it? Flash forward, he's living with me for four months. I learned he can't do dishes or laundry of his own, that his elderly mother has been doing them for him his whole life. He doesn't contribute a penny financially... Uh, he doesn't contribute a penny financially to my rent, bills, groceries, anything when we would fight not to toot my own horn, but 100% of the issues we'd fight about were his fault or provoked by him. Anytime I'd bring up a qualm, he would tell me how embarrassed he was to be dating someone who, quote unquote, used her sexuality to make more money. He was making out with a porn star. Yeah, so... He doesn't get to... He doesn't get to judge... Say that. Yeah, anyone, like literally... Nothing wrong with with listen, guys. Cool being a porn star, right? But like, and also like, if my if my goodbye party at a club was with a bunch of porn stars, that shit would slap. That would be fucking hell yeah, yeah dude. That was it would not slap <laughs> if you like made out with one. But oh, like, well. it's still, I was like, that's still kind of cool that they're here, you know? <laughs> Famous people. I want to make out. It's a good look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Thirty four. <laughs> I want to make out with 18 year old porn stars because <laughs> yeah. you know you're fucking you're 20 and like let's let's a little too old for me now <laughs> yeah right I'm a big advocate of sex workers rights so that would piss me off fundamentally for multiple reasons but I was so confused as to how he would delude himself into thinking I wasn't talented or successful in our shared field I'm a hard worker yeah you are yeah, you are. No, yeah, you're, just, congrats, just on, congrats on all your successes. Yeah, but like women, he's just unless, a user. Yeah, yeah. It got to the point where my only reprieve was talking to a guy friend, twenty-two male of many years. Ooh, not necessarily about my relationship, but about everything else, just to have someone who valued my input to speak to. Approaching my twenty-first birthday, I started to realize my relationship was kind of inappropriate, as he was now thirty-four. I tried to talk to my boyfriend about how it made me feel, and he admitted to me a mutual friend of ours that I had gone to high school with and worked at the same company had posted a picture with me on Instagram when I was 17 and she was 18. And from that day on, he had been obsessed with me. What? That's, um, you're dating a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> I know we shouldn't, I mean, ah! That's fucking weird. It's weird. That's weird. That's, That's fucking weird. weird. That's fucking weird. I confided in my guy friend about this and he comforted me quite a bit, then admitted that he wanted to be fair and honest and let me know that we had been re- that while we had been reigniting our friendship, he also had feelings for me. It's weird to bring that up in that conversation, but I get it. I guess. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Well, yeah, but like weird. I I would just I would be sus. A little sus, yeah. Yeah. The feeling was mutual, and I started talking to him about potential dates we could go on, etc. Although nothing physical happened quite yet, I felt gross for having what was essentially an emotional affair. Even if the guy I liked was age-appropriate and all-around perfect for me, I broke up with my now ex-boyfriend the next week, 
And the day I called it off, I went on a date with the guy I'd liked. My ex kept calling me, trying to take me back, asking if I was with anyone else. And I would just say no, but maintain my cordial uh, cordiality in order to make work more peaceful. He said it was embarrassing that I would break up with the only person who would ever love me and blindside <laughs> them with that, not knowing I had moved on during the relationship. Am Ooh. I the asshole? No. <sighs> I don't even know. I don't think I would... so. I mean, I... <laughs> Is uh, it? I don't know. I don't think so either. Honestly, I'm just going to fucking say so. that. I don't think so either. I don't think so. This might... I mean, there's always exceptions to the rule, right? Of like... I've known so many people that have confessed to me that they've cheated in their past. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, it's like, it's because my husband is abusive. It's because my relationship is blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So in that in that sense, I'm like, I can't really blame you. No. Because like also, like, yeah. I like still fucking, think. And also, he cheated on you, like. But it does. I mean, okay. That's not, it's not like an eye for an eye. I'm not, it's not a good thing to be like an eye for an eye. Right. But that's how he I shouldn't feel. be surprised. I feel like on the internet we gotta say like our morals you know what i mean yeah sometimes i feel like that where you know okay like the fucking try guys things happened and everybody was like fuck him he cheated blah 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 he fucking cheated and like yes cheating is bad yes cheating is cheating bad. is bad lying is bad lying to your partner is bad if you do not want to be in a relationship with someone you have to break up with them yeah but like you did that <laughs> you maybe should have broken up with him earlier yeah, you should have probably broken up a way earlier, yeah. And then, yeah, COVID happened, and yeah. that... But, like, I think <sighs> if you tell this story to someone on the ground, on a sidewalk, at a fucking restaurant, to your friend, and you say, I'm guilty because I feel like I cheated emotionally, mm. they would be like, don't even worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, at that point, I'm kind of like... <sighs> You know? Yeah. Nah, nah, not the asshole. He Don't did worry all about this it. crap to you, and the yeah. one thing you did was you confided in your guy friend. You had feelings for him. And then you started developing feelings. And that... then you maybe cheated on him emotion, cheated on him emotionally for a week. Yeah. For seven oh, days. Seven days, and then you broke up, and then yeah, yeah, and that's I, that's uh, as far as cheating goes. One of the better examples. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. That's, that's one of the like. Um, it's a it's a mistake, you know. And now you know not to make that mistake anymore. Yeah, it so, doesn't mean that you're a terrible, awful, bad person. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I don't know, fucking. Um, but sometimes in the context, like in the fucking try guys, where he was doing that for fucking years behind the back of his behind wife, the back of what, and then yeah, and almost like, tanked his own business, like. And then yeah, yeah you're an out. asshole. Yeah. You're an asshole. So so I don't know. Not the I asshole. I'm gonna say not the asshole. But like, I don't think you're an asshole. I mean, you did something shitty, but like, I, cheating is in shitty. terms of like how right. shitty you were. You're on the low spectrum. Like, yeah. If you came not, to me and said that shit, I would be like, all right. I mean, whatever. I'm not gonna judge you that I don't much. Really whatever. Care that much. Yeah. That's okay. okay. I go back to watching football. <laughs> Let me go know, back to watching my marble races, please. Yeah, like, but then you know what matters now is what you do going forward. Yeah, you know, just you know, be a better you know? person. Yeah, yeah, that's all yeah. anybody can do. True. So, yeah, yeah. That's my personal opinion. If it's not somebody else's personal opinion, then that's okay. We just have difference. We have a difference of opinion. Let us know down in the comments. <laughs> yeah, watch somebody be like, "I can't believe you were so laissez-faire on cheating." I'm like, "All right." 
I don't know why the blacklist is in my Ecosia tabs, but it is. Um, so next story. <laughs> What's the blacklist? The TV show. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is a... Yeah, it is a TV show, dude. That is a TV show. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't Fucking know. shit, man. Like, I had a supervisor mm-hmm. who um got her arm broken because she mm-hmm. was dating one of the men. Um, <laughs> She was dating one of the men who worked... Uh, at our job yeah so an employee uh employee of hers and she was going over to his like apartment and then her husband found out because her husband also worked at the airport and Mm. then showed up and uh pulled her away and broke her arm jesus because it's like crazy drama and then that guy got fired because of the situation jesus and that's how i got my job was (laughs) the position open i just showed up um, and I didn't like her for the longest fucking time because I was like, she cheated on her husband, blah, 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 blah. Then I found out her husband was a Trumper and she hated him and so she think, hated yeah, him for some... so long. Yeah. And she was in the process of separating mm. and trying to get a divorce from him. And the guy that she was in love with was fucking in love with her. And it just became like a, oh, you know what? Maybe fucking not everything is black and white, you know? Hmm. It, I get that. It, it's just sometimes reality is a little weird. You can't put hard and fast rules on things. Yeah. Cheating is bad. It's not great to be cheating. But there's shades of bad. Yeah. Yeah, I get what you mean. Sometimes you understand. Yeah. Why someone does what they do. Yeah. So I, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking mm-hmm. solved it. Fucking solved it. All right. Nice. 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 So, uh, so cheating schools, what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> say, say, yeah say, everything say in cheating is fucking dope, dog. Say, can you say it again, like, as clearly as you can into the microphone? And I've never been cheated on, and that's obvious. Because <laughs> <laughs> if I was, I would be like, all cheating is bad! For sure. No, yeah. Because that's a trauma response, you know what no, I mean? Yeah, I get you, yeah. I get you. God, alright, so. So they're right, too. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, I get you. Everyone's right. I agree no with all wrong. of you. Don't yell at me, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, okay, yeah. so all right, our final story for the night okay. comes to us from Peach. Peach. She, her. Am I the asshole for trying to express how I felt by the fact that my mom has always treated me and my twin sister differently? No. Trigger warnings. Oh. Depression, suicidal thoughts, etc. No. <laughs> for- <laughs> all right, that's true. That's it. See ya. For context, I've been trying to work through my anxiety and depression problems for almost two years now. Though I think I've had these issues for a very long time, it's got to the point where I needed medical help around two years ago, or else I wouldn't be here right now. And the only reason I want for help was because of my mom and sister. I love them both, but they never really want to listen to my feelings. Mm. Ever since I was a baby, both me and my sister were treated differently. She was the loud one while I had to be the quiet one. She always demanded my mom's attention, so I was kind of pushed to the side. When we were in school, my mom came as a volunteer helper. Though she was going to split time between us, we were forced into different classes. She always ended up staying with my sister because she'd throw a fit if my mom tried to leave. Meanwhile, I was suffering in my class due to the fact I have dyslexia and the school just didn't want to admit this fact. Oh, good. Being bullied by my teachers, called stupid, lazy, etc. Even having a teacher poke me so hard repeatedly that I ended up with bruises. What the fuck? Yeah, this is awful. I'm sorry. Uh, there is also the fact that my mom used to hit me when I misbehaved, not hard or anything, but when it came to my sister, she never hit her. 
Apart uh. from once when my mom felt so bad, she apologized a lot, but never did so with me. Fucking cunt, mom. Jesus. I'm sorry. This is some pretty bad favoritism. Oh, my God. We transferred schools when uh, when my sister didn't like a school, but when I, on the other hand, was being bullied, I just put up with it and didn't tell. Because by this point, I had been a habit to put my sister, it had been a habit to put my sister before myself. But when I tried telling my family that at the age of 12, I really wanted to die because of the ba- bullying and I felt so neglected. My mom just asked if it's her fault, so I feel too guilty to try and discuss my feelings. Even now, after having gone through my mental breakdown two years ago, anytime I try to discuss my feelings they don't like, they don't, they don't really take them seriously. So if I want to talk about it, I had to joke about it. Mm. Calling me selfish if I ever did act on the thought they were going, to, going on in my head, my sister once saying, quote, if you did kill yourself, how could me and mom live with our, in our house anymore? And other things along this line. I could go on, but I'd just like to hear both of your, your opinions, as, as this is the last time I wrote it, it helped quite a bit. Sorry mm. it was a bit long. Um, yeah, you're not the asshole. Um, I would read the book, um, Children of Emotionally Immature Parents, because Mm. it kind of goes over this, like, very, and I mean, okay, I'll read it with a grain of salt, because when I read it, it almost, the verbiage of it almost felt like it was kind of excusing parents' behavior as being emotionally immature, but it's written that way to be, like, uh, psychologically... Like, uh, not psychologically, just like unbiased, kind of. No, I get you. Um, but it explains a lot of behavior that a parent might do, such as like withholding empathy mm. from a child. How maybe they don't really feel that for their child because their children themselves emotionally, you know? And it, that's what it sounds like to me. It sounds like your mom doesn't fucking know how to be a mom in a way that is productive and good and that fucking sucks because like that's her job (laughs) yeah like as a mother you're supposed to take care of both of your kids so you're allowed to be upset at her you're allowed to have these feelings you're allowed to have any feelings that you do have and when you have parents that then are going to invalidate you because they just can't come to the reality of that they raised child to be suicidal you know, yeah, they can't like, come to that can't. reality. They're going to make it your problem. Yeah, because geez. they just don't have the maturity to raise a child. <laughs> they shouldn't have had a child then. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and it sucks to hear because now you got to reparent yourself, and you weren't asked to do this. No, yeah, no, you didn't ask for any of this. No. But now you got to do that because now the only love that you're going to receive um, that is unconditional is going to come from yourself. And that's fucking awful. <laughs> that's a terrible fucking That's a pretty feeling. bad, yeah. It's awful. And I'm there with you, man, because fucking it's terrible. If you express these, like if you continue to express these feelings to your parents and they continue to invalidate you at some point, it's just putting harm on yourself. So I would recommend that. I would recommend therapy, especially talk therapy is really good Yeah. because really all you need is someone to sit there and listen to your experiences and go, holy shit, that's fucked up. And that's yeah, like that's literally awful. it. Yeah. You're you just have feel that validation so from someone better. else. Yeah. That's it's and that's it. Yeah. And you like you're going to come to a point where you realize like 
life isn't all just about um trying to make your parents proud of you mm. you know there are yeah. other things that exist in life that are worth it they're mm. worth living for <laughs> and it's hard to get there because like that's what most people <laughs> most people walk around being doctors and and uh you know psychologists and whatever because they want love from their parents and that's it mm. so now you have to find something else to live for but there's a lot yeah no, there's so, plenty to live for so i don't know fucking yeah. i'm sorry i'm fucking sorry yeah, you didn't deserve any of that shit. No, oh, yeah. Anyway, I fucking so solved, solved it. it. Solved it. Where's fucking that fly? solved that it. That fly just came during all this. I'm sorry, listener. I was more focused on that. Where's the fly? <laughs> Fuck. But yeah. no, yeah, no. Uh, fucking. I'm fucking sorry. I'm sorry. Dog. I am sorry. Not sorry for these plugs, Sarah. What do you want to plug? You can follow me on Twitter at that Sohiron T H A T S O H E E R O N. That's T H A T S O H E E R O N. And I'm also on TikTok and Instagram by that same name as well. Nice. That's it. I'm a guy nicknamed JC on Twitch, Joshua Chinland on Twitter. Uh, podcast will save this on Instagram and Facebook, ABWSTR Productions on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Podcast will save this relationship on all podcasting platforms. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, hit the goddamn bell. Rate us five stars on Apple and Spotify. Check out our Patreon, buy me a coffee at uh, thosewebsites.com forward slash ABWSTR. Yeah. And skills are in the description. Y'all know what's up. Fucking. Yeah, fucking thank you for watching. Hell yeah, dog. Hell yeah. And that's mm-hmm. our show, I think. Is there anything else we got plugged? Did I miss anything? I don't think so. Um. <laughs> I don't know. What are some things to live for, you know? Like going outside during fall. Yeah. Reading a book, a good book. You know? Hmm. I don't know. I'm trying to think of ways uh, to, you know, good things so that someone might not kill themselves. You know no, what I, I mean? Because it's harsh. It's know. harsh reality. That we just well, dropped on that person and then no, went, yeah, all right, fun. see ya. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. So things yeah. are worth living for. Things that are worth living for. Well, okay. So unironically, yeah. I do think going outside is one of the things. There's yeah. A legitimately of just being outside. Yeah. Being outside. Laughing. Yeah, finding stuff Laughing to laugh, finding with a good, people finding, you love. Yeah, friendships. Friendships. Deep friendships. Deep friendships. Fucking. Weird fucking experiences. Yeah. Even the Fun strange, you know, it doesn't have to be happy go to a, either. Go to um a, a, one of those uh, treadmill, not treadmill. Treadmill. Uh, trampoline. Oh, yeah. Indoor trampoline places. <laughs> Indoor trampoline? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Fucking. One of those places where if you jump into the ball pit, it won't break your fucking spine. <laughs> um, Going to Barnes and Noble, looking at all the cool journals, and not buying any of them, or buying one, buying one for a treat, yeah, for yourself. Hmm. Getting a, a nice s- cup of coffee, a special, yeah, getting like a special drink for yeah. yourself that you like, a Wawa refresher, <laughs> or a smoothie, a fruit smoothie. Yeah. Drinks, makes you happy. most most non-alcoholic drinks, I think, are worth <laughs> living for. Actually, yeah. Or like a really nice cocktail if you do like drinking. Yeah, if you're a fucking freak. <laughs> Good food. Good food, yeah. Good food is great. Good food is great, yeah. Joe Para. Joe Para. Look up Joe Para. Watch Joe Para. Unironically, High that's key. kind of... Do that shit, yeah. Yeah, a good TV show. 
a good fucking that makes you feel good on the yeah, inside. It's Joe Para. Joe Para. Yeah. <laughs> ironically, I think maybe half the reason why I haven't gotten to stay in the past few years. Yeah, high key. <laughs> <laughs>